0: Ronin Geek Official Podcast is a proud member of the 4th Hand Podcast Network. Check out this and many other great shows at fourthhand.com. Oh, what, what? is that?
1: I've been gold as a YouTuber.
0: Oh, okay. The one that the one that I watched was uh, something peon. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Lazy peon. Yeah, the lazy peon. Yeah, he's that the, he's that the one the was started good. it. Was it yeah, lazy yeah. or fat peon? Lazy. So anyway, so I'll, hmm. I'll attribute the points to him that I got directly from his video. Was he and, the one who made the big
1: video that I liked you? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. It was huge, man. Awesome. He, was the he one one who started, really started the whole discussion. Dude, yeah, he, yeah, he did. He
2: mentioned he mentioned that. Well, he was credited by the guy who the creator, uh, Steve. Was yep. it Steve? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, as an affiliate, he, yeah. He's player. like, yeah. This guy made that video. Where he's like, and yeah, thanks to
1: that, was like, it's been like, yeah. Without that video, no one would have cared about this game. So I
2: don't far. think that that's true. I think it just wouldn't have had the attention it has now.
1: Nobody noticed it. I didn't even know this game existed. Or I may have at one point. No,
2: I, I, like, I had, I had before that video was made. But like, the thing is, like, it wasn't on, it wasn't on the radar. Nowhere near as yeah. near.
0: Well, they should also name Rob as an affiliate because he's the one who told me about it, and oh. here I am. Here I am taking notes on it now, an MMO that I might actually play. So, based on what I was reading about it, so it looks really, really good. And this is episode 99. Of Rona Geek Official Podcast, yeah, and we're very excited to bring you episode 100 in a couple weeks. Here, it's going to be a massive project for us, and I think everyone's going to appreciate uh, the highly detailed effort that goes into that episode. It'll be a look back in time a little bit, right? We'll, yeah, we'll kind of we'll go back to some of our favorite moments over the years, so and <laughs> uh, and and celebrate those. So in the meantime, though, we do still have to do episode 99, and yes, you have to sit through one more episode before we get to the big 100. And uh, here okay. we are.
2: <laughs> We gotta build up the hype so they can be adequately
0: disappointed. Okay? This whole it. episode is just a hype episode for episode one hundred. I mean, realistically,
2: <laughs> and then we then we will just like do a mediocre job. And move on with our lives.
0: <laughs> oh no, we'll do we'll do a vastly subpar, mediocre job <laughs> compared to you know similar to what we normally do. I'll we'll
1: just show up, nothing prepared, nothing, yeah, yeah.
0: no information. I'll just come up with fake news right off the top of my head, like I have in the past. So <laughs> fake news, <laughs> yeah, fake news, <laughs> fake news. Like when I oh, talked about uh, the PS Now thing that I still haven't <laughs> yeah. lived down. Yeah, yeah. So asshole. <laughs> all first party titles will come out on PS Now day one. Started with Last of Us 2. That's basically what I said. That was the fake news. <laughs> and, uh, and it didn't go well for any of us. Anyway, Bought we're a all whole
2: out. year of PSN.
0: Yeah, I know, man. I know. It's lame. It's lame. <laughs> and uh, yeah, recently, my nephews convinced me to download Fork Knife onto the PlayStation, Shit. which I wanted to keep off of the PlayStation.
1: but so I'll be honest, I think that you love this kid too much. <laughs> you need to let him go in your life. He's a bad
0: influence. He's a bad influence. The I thing think. is, like,
2: I have such a hard time with that because uh, that game was like a lot of fun. Yeah. Prior to its uh, battle royale nature. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't even know about. Fair enough. <laughs> um yeah, yeah. And then uh, the thing is, like, it's still Epic Games that made it. So, like, I I feel like I have to be somewhat loyal to them. But like, they've been pulling so much shit with their store. It's just like yeah. I'm like I want to like you guys. You guys have been really good guys up until now, and now you're being cunts. They feel like
0: they have validation for everything though, because Fortnite has done so the well. Oh no! Like me... I, as a
2: business, they've been doing a
1: phenomenal yeah. job. But the like, thing I'm that just like, me is, and the thing that makes me go, oh, I definitely don't want to play this, is every marketing that I have seen for the game, every YouTube ad, any news ad, any time I've seen the game marketed to me, it's always been. We got this great new skin. You should come and play our game for the skin. It's like hold on a tick.
2: I don't know though. The skin's really good when you like barbecue a nice chicken. It'll make you yeah.
0: skin <laughs> It'll make you aerodynamic when you fight. Yeah, but it, except it doesn't. It's it doesn't just do it's like no no
1: no. Your marketing. The game should be fun and the skins are just it's a little benefits. fun add-ons yeah. like i have nothing against it you know customizing count, play as kind of reeves yeah play yeah i it doesn't really bother me all that much but when your marketing is around that i know what the purpose of this game is you <laughs> straight up very much said come by our useless shit yeah that to me is where yep. the game ends like no focus on the gameplay yeah everything else is a bonus. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that's, that, that's a good lead-in for episode 99. This is Alex Austin. <laughs> With me today we have...
1: Plebby and Adam. And Rob,
0: and also Rob in the room with us today. And honestly, I'm pretty excited about this topic we have today. We're going to talk about some Ashes of Creation, uh, which is a game that uh, an MMO upcoming that Rob kind of turned me on to. So I took some notes down about that, and we're going to discuss that in a little more in depth. We'll do kind of a first run, with a little at, bit of
1: titillation of the game has turned you on
0: with some titillation. Yes, we'll do some of that, and then also uh, we have Umbrella Academy season there two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I blanked out there for a there second. There you go. That, the blank out was cut out is of this actually, point.
1: Actually, you didn't blank out what happened was you actually went back in time for a moment. It was a full MS-DOS crash.
0: <laughs> it was like the wrong command was entered and nothing happened at all except just <laughs> a new line began.
1: ASOD, Alex, screen of death. Yeah. <laughs> so That's that
0: inaccurate. basically what just happened? But, but people listening won't be aware of that pause because I will have cut that out by this point. So, ah, yeah, but not with
1: conversation
2: ensuing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no one will understand what we're S- talking about. It's super extra hard to do- figure
0: it out. <laughs> and I'll cut out the first line of me explaining that I just had a blank pause. and People have no fucking clue about where <laughs> we're at right now. So, <laughs> that's
2: what Alex does. He just randomly likes to take a sentence of somewhere in the episode and put it somewhere else. And he tries to mask it. And nobody's
0: caught onto it yet. <laughs> <laughs> just to see if you notice. <laughs> uh, so, uh, actually, interesting thing. So we'll cover Umbrella Academy Season 2 today Is a brief preview, and then we'll kind of maybe do some spoilers next week uh, during Episode 100, which should be a lot of fun. And uh, uh, Umbrella Academy Season 2, I'm loving so far, by the way. Yeah, he he hasn't finished. He hasn't finished. You uh-huh. haven't finished it? No, no, no. I'm halfway through. Oh, so. it's way better than the first yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm fully enjoying it so far, so we'll get a little bit into that and why maybe it is better than Season 2, which will be good, uh, without doing the spoilers on this episode necessarily. And, uh, and then, yeah, some news items, right? So, Rob, you said you had some news items as well to cover. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, Ashes is one of them. Oh, thank God, okay. And uh, so we'll have lots to discuss, it sounds like, along with playing and watching. So if you haven't listened to this show before, we are covering uh, current events topics in gaming, tech, movies, TV shows, and this episode's kind of a smattering of everything.
2: Current-ish.
0: Current-ish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, half of it's made up, half of it's truth, so make sure to validate facts for yourself online, so it's, uh, you know.
1: the fa- And the fact that it's half of it's true and half of it's not is not
0: true. Yeah, yeah. So I, I still say in, in every episode, we should be saying this, but we are basically the 90s video game magazine back pages of Geek Podcast. So <laughs> you're going to get a, a mix of information here. Just yeah. a mix of it. Some of it's going to be true. Some of it's not going to be true. So that, that's that's where we're at. So And then the rest is all fake news. So we'll it's, get into some real news, theoretically though.
2: theoretically accurate. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Listen, in one of the multi Universes, one of the Universes of the multiverse. Oh, don't
2: it get is into true. this. He's gonna start talking about Mandela effects again. You no, know, right? don't oh, don't, yeah, don't even get me going. Don't <laughs> even get me going on
0: Mandela effects. It's still happening, man. It's still <laughs> happening. I got a major major problem with that. So,
1: Horizon Zero Dawn for Woo! the P- was released for the PC. Yay!
0: Yay!
1: No, that's news. No, no.
0: <laughs> Horizon I, Zero players? Not
1: quite. Oh, okay. So it's got a problem. uh Oh, is Where? it? it <laughs> it is terribly ported over. Okay. Oh. So bad so that if you have hardware that is well over the spec requirements, like we're talking over the fucking moon, like just annihilating right. it. You're like I'm going to run this on 4K and my computer's going to think this is a fucking cakewalk. Yeah. No, you're lucky if you get 20 to 30 frames per second.
3: <laughs>
0: well, maybe if you PC gamers would start building better PCs than the vanilla PS4 yeah. from 2013 that's on you <laughs> so it looks like
1: for the 4k players I mean this happens across the board the game Got is it. terribly um, optimized optimized Ooh. and therefore it runs like shit wow. no matter what you're lucky if you get to play it at low frame rates because the other people are just crashing
0: left okay, right and center so just so th- play it on the PlayStation so this isn't good this
1: is mechanically terrible <laughs>
0: I, I'm pretty sure it'll be patched out pretty quickly. Oh, so. sure. Hopefully.
1: But just to give you an example as to... the People were finally figured out what was going on to the 4K players and why they were only getting 20 to 30 frames. So if you run the game at 4K... So, so this a, is specifically to deal with 4K. 4K. This, this error, this one thing that I thought was really interesting was specifically for those playing on 4K. We're, we're coming live about this niche bug to you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... In PlayStation, if you want to play Horizon Zero Dawn in 4K, the game actually renders it at 1080 and then Upscale upscales it, it to yeah. 4, 4K. That's how all games on the PlayStation right. work. Yeah. Nothing's actually 4K. Exactly. On the PC, that's not true. Obviously. Right? They actually... Native you, native 4K. Native 4K. Yeah. Sort of. So it runs the game at native 4K and then downscales it to 1080. Nice. And then re-upscales it to 4K. <laughs>
0: Not a problem what at all. Not a problem even slightly.
1: What the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, what? How did you not notice this? When you were this developing. is like the weirdest Ouroboros bug I've ever heard of. It's like, let me eat my own tail. Nothing bad will happen from this. I'm guessing it's there's still leftover code from the PlayStation. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, obviously That's obviously. trying to upscale to 4K, but we also have the code that says do the 4k so instead it just does both code
0: weird so there's legacy code it just hasn't been scrubbed out sounds like it sounds like all right yeah it hasn't been it
1: hasn't been commented out <laughs> yeah.
0: very weird yeah That's, I'm not sure the detail. That, obviously it's more complicated that, that, that
2: is fucking funny
0: question if I'm playing it on my 240p CRT monitor am I gonna be good <laughs> yeah you'll you probably... It's got 256 colors. Like it can really <laughs> pump out some some sweet imagery.
1: The problem you're gonna have you're gonna need an adapter for the old RCA cables. Like, oh, I've already, I've already. See, yeah. Nobody knows what you're talking about now. Oh, okay. Like <laughs> the old analog. Yeah, we A- just dated ourselves. A- any anybody
2: born after 2000 has no idea what the fuck
1: you're no, talking about. No, you about. have to connect your PlayStation up to the cable line, and you have to go to channel
0: three. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, <laughs> channel three. Holy fuck! But I don't you know can about switch that. it on some TVs. To channel yeah, four. Yeah. Just gonna throw that out there because maybe your VCR is on channel three. I don't know. It's up to you. Yeah. You could also, on many VCRs, yeah, you could three. route it directly into the VCR and use the VCR as like sort of a uh, little uh, Yeah, middleman. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So switch between uh, yeah, so that's a little, a little lesson for you kids. I used
2: to do that with my Sega C D.
0: Yeah. Ooh, Ooh, very nice shout out. Yeah. Very nice shout out.
1: Yeah, I didn't have that kind of life, Rob.
0: Yeah, well, I know. was
1: lucky if I got a black and white TV to play Mario
0: on. Well, hell yeah, man, I guess the job done.
1: Mario wasn't red and Luigi wasn't green to me; uh, they were both white.
2: All, all I can think of is an uh, upload. Do you remember that one point where they're doing the egg hunt, and uh, and the like really fucking rich guy gets it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
2: "This is just like my father said: God always shines on the prosperous." It's like, yeah, yeah. Jesus fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Like this multi billionaire guy, <laughs>
0: oh man, I mean, that's kind of based uh, off the
2: Koch brothers.
0: <laughs> I wonder if that was the same motto that they used for uh porting PlayStation games to PC. Oh, yeah, apparently
1: it's a glitch. I'm sure it'll be sorted out soon enough, but yeah, it's a huge problem. It'd yeah. be a wow. great game if you could play it. Hell yeah, dude. Um. Some really easy ones. So Analog Pocket. I don't know if anyone Pocket Analog, if anyone's heard Ooh, of have Oh,
0: I've been looking at that. Yeah. I've been looking, and it's very tempting. You might be interested, Rob. So
1: it's basically a new age Game Boy. Physically looks like a Game Boy, but way yeah. sleeker, way cooler. It, it looks like cool. a Game Boy
0: Pocket, actually. Yeah. It looks very similar it's to a Game Boy. Similar. So where the, the cart port is halfway down the back of it. Yeah. So it looks crazy like a Game Boy Pocket. Um,
1: it can play any of the Game Boy Advance Game Boy games without any emulation and upscales the resolution. Yep. Yep. Cool. for the new screen. Um,
2: all of my cartridges have no battery power.
1: I know, <laughs> and that's why I'm like, I. That's my, my news. Uh, basically, says um, looks cool, but I fail to find value. But would be interested in one for posterity's sake. But when, won't because they're all sold out.
0: <laughs> well, Game Boy, yeah. Game Boy Advance, I would think it should still be good.
1: Yeah, you're probably good with game. Boy yeah, fans. probably probably
2: for a couple more years. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But the problem is, all the good games got ported over to ultimately. The just
2: you just got to crack the case and replace the battery.
1: Yeah, it's pretty easy. But for those who want to play that raw experience, it's yeah really cool. No, and I don't could,
2: think it's a bad thing out by any means. That's not
1: even the better part. It comes you can buy an adapter for it, like a dock where you put it in and it upscales it to your you know to your tab. 1080 tv or 1440 tv i'm just Dang, a l-
2: i'm a little confused i don't maybe i just don't understand the rights to how these games are put out but like why hasn't nintendo designed uh like a version of like the like game boy um but like designed it in such a way that it was like a, effectively like an android yeah. based mm-hmm. solution with all of their games on it in its own store like its own nintendo, access to the nintendo store and then instead of just having cartridges, you just download it to well, like the
1: whatever like kind of what they did two fifty-six gigabytes. They thing. have their Nintendo store. So I can play red and the original red and blue. And in fact, I have it downloaded on my three DS.
2: But can you do that on the Switch?
1: Uh no. But, but what
2: well, I'm saying see, though, yeah. but what I'm saying though is like why don't they have a like a like like how you have for the three DS where you can just download to it, but like just a separate thing? just for legacy
1: products probably because they don't they they probably think of it i'm going to assume because i'm not because like at
2: this point it's, it's all profit potentially potentially
1: but i think they're thinking
2: aside from manufacturing that they want to
1: make new games they don't really have the resources to go back and do all of that they don't want to spend the resources on that it's a temporary gain of money
2: yeah but it's not an insubstantial temporary gain of money. i
1: agree do I think they could make money on it? Yeah. Do I think they're thinking, you know what, we're, we're going to do something else instead? Probably, I, yeah.
0: I think they're just engaged in like a serious game of like schadenfreude to make you like find workaround ways to emulate their games and to play them <laughs> because you desperately want to play them again and, and relive, relive no. childhood. But then they fucking bust you on it, they boy. Bust they you bust the you. They bust you up, right? You start getting like notices and shit because you're downloading ROMs and emulators. Who is this, Blizzard? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's Nintendo. Oh, my God. They've been doing this shit since, like, I don't know, people were like making fake Nintendo cards back in the 1890s, probably. So. so it's uh it goes back a long way but anyway i I don't know why i don't know it doesn't make sense it it, you'd figure at least for the handheld format like the 3ds they would have just made something that just exists in perpetuity so because why not right the benefit of this one is with adapters it can play pretty
1: much any of that era's handheld games yeah
0: true and it comes with I think three of the adapters. Does it? Yeah, yeah.
1: The thing is
2: like, it just, it feels a little silly to me now because there's, em- there's ways to emulate those games and, and, and put them on like a Raspberry Pi unit.
1: Yeah. This one is no emulation. So for those who but, I mean, are like, playing even... the game on a more like speed runs or things like that. But if you don't have, but it. if you don't have the physical copies. Yeah.
2: That's what I'm saying. Oh, if you don't have it. Yeah.
1: Then this isn't for you.
2: No, I know. I'm aware <laughs> of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying that there's a big market of people oh, who for sure. don't own the physical copies and would want to play those games.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree.
2: But like, I think they should all just be mobile games, to be honest. I think anything that's like on the Game
0: Boy. Just automatically it, get should, it ported over?
2: Anything that's pretty much yeah. SNES,
0: probably even N64. With a lot of their first-party titles.
2: Like, any, any game file that's under a gig, 100% should just be on a, an app. It well, should just you, be an you app.
0: Know, you know, so, like, uh, Sega Games, like, um, I'm thinking, like, Altered Beast, Comic Zone, a Fucking bunch of those Sonic. Games. So, Sonic, yeah. So, they released as fully mobile games on the Android yeah. and, 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 and in do iTunes, Apple Store or whatever, App Store. And you can download them for free. You can play them for free. But know, you only get the ad-free versions if you pay right so and, and oh it's, whatever so but, but it's it, fine yeah but but that's the idea is they could do that nintendo could do that yeah. but instead satoru iwata laughs like. at you from the grave
1: that's what it looks like
0: i think it looks sleek i love <laughs> oh, the it looks look amazing of it. oh
2: okay cool it's the blackberry version of a game boy yeah Move yeah it's a on. dude it looks like a game boy yeah, micro it's fine like, I,
0: not micro i, I love uh, the design uh, of it. it
2: it's matte black you can't fuck up a, a rectangle with matte black <laughs> and a screen on it it's that's not so hard true
1: the thing is, is I like I said, I can't find any value in it. I don't. It's not on my I must get list because any game that I really want to play that's on the Game Boy already got ported over to the 3DS Nintendo Store because that's where it's most valuable. So I don't really care for it, but I kind of want one just because. Yeah. well, yeah.
0: it'll give you a reason to look for those games too when you're out and about. So if that's you're in a place true. that you know there's, there's, a, there's a, a reseller or whatever, a
2: bunch of uh, underground game stores that have like Game Boy shit in like, oh, totally. Toronto. Oh, for totally. sure. Totally. Where are we gonna? We, we still gotta do that sometime. Go downtown Toronto, just go to Dude, like I underground would love stores. To like, do that. Underground.
0: No, i also love just to run my own. <laughs> so that's like a dream oh, that's of a mine. Nightmare. I, I uh, played play the lottery, so if I win, that's what I'm gonna do. Oh, okay. <laughs> where <laughs> you're
1: not, you don't need to make money off of it. Right. Yeah. You're gonna throw money away. The problem, but this would be a
0: break. This would be a break-even situation. Yeah,
2: underground arcade. I would love to do that yeah yeah I would yeah. love it yeah
0: have the stores an arcade I'm have telling the you, stores if, classic hey, games look Alex
2: if we're successful in our later years man we'll just open one that's up.
0: what I'm saying dude I'm, I'm in you know I was just up at Grand Bend it's funny and Grand Bend for people who don't know is a, it's sort of a resort town there's an,
2: there's an arcade there
0: if you can yeah. call it that well there was oh it's and, gone now oh, it's way gone it was gone like oh. 2012 And uh, it's about uh, 45 minutes north of London, Ontario, so it's kind of in the middle of the peninsula that is the southwest Ontario landmass. But Grand Bend is a town, it's almost like a little surf town, but it's on Lake Huron. Yeah. It's a big lake. I mean, for all intents and purposes, it looks like this huge... Vista, this huge open vista when you're standing on the beach down in Grand Bend, right? But there was an arcade there and I was actually like hopping up to look over the barricade that's inside to see if there's any machines in there still.
1: Is there? (laughs) No,
0: there's not. But if there was, I was going to try and find out who owned them so I could try to buy
1: them. The thing is, is at the point, I don't know, like, You could definitely do an arcade, but you'd have to just, it would all just be Raspberry Pis in every single arcade cabinet.
0: (laughs) Well, and and that's the thing is, on the side, you'd have to be like either refurbishing these cabinets or like just doing exactly what you're talking about, which is making Raspberry Pi cabinets and getting non non proprietary software. Because
1: I'm the nerd, I'm the IT nerd, I view that. I, it would be very difficult to go find the original hardware. And if you can, that, you get that. Every single time, wherever you can, you get that. That's what yeah. you aim for. But for the games that you can't, what you do is you just have a server in the back somewhere yeah. that just runs a bunch of images, yeah. and all the cabinets just connect to that one server. Yeah. And so you yeah, can have totally. any cabinet running whatever game you Th- want. But that's <laughs> that's
2: what I was going to say, because that would be good, because what you can do is you can cycle them in and out. Yeah. 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 That'd exactly. be
0: really good. And then, yeah, you could run promotions like, oh, it's Mario Week or something. Yeah. And yeah. you build your own cabinets right. physically out of your wood yourself. Well, there's, there's, there's a full, like, uh, I looked it up. There's like full, like, uh, like I don't know, recipe uh, yeah. blueprints online. And you right. You buy so, controllers that you yeah. mount and everything. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to want to do that my, for myself and so build my own arcade, People, people be be who own the tools cool. could actually do it pretty easily, <laughs> yeah. it turns out.
2: I think, yeah, it would be fun to do that as like a, um underground arcade slash bar.
0: Yeah. That'd be sick, dude. Yeah. That'd be really good. So anyway, future. future <laughs> no, yeah, goals, for man, sure. I would, I would freaking e, love it. An
2: e- e-sports bar, let's, we'll call it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that, that'll bring the
0: kids in. So it would. They come in and like, you it got w- the fork knife? <laughs> we're like, oh, we don't got the fork knife, but we've got the Mortal Kombat 3. Get the 3. fuck out of here with your fork knife, yeah, yeah, yeah. young kids.
1: Uh, <laughs> sir, we're 40. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just old. Yeah, Shut yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. It's a
0: classic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic. Tell them <laughs> if you can beat me in, I don't know, like Mortal Kombat You can beat me in Samurai Showdown. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh shit! I've got that on the on the
1: um, uh, Stadia. <laughs> oh god! Yeah. So who wants to play Activision Blizzard roulette today? Ooh, this
3: Ooh. is fun.
0: Is it political? Is it political? Yeah. Is it po- oh sweet! You gotta get you gotta get fired up for this, like real like real roulette. All right, today we got good and bad. <laughs> <laughs> Activision
1: that was Blizzard. That was- Activision Blizzard has. Has announced record sales. Woo! Woo Oh no. Isn't this great? This is not good. (laughs) At the same time, at Blizzard specifically, um, an employee protest is happening over pay inequity. Son of a bitch. No. Why
2: are they even <laughs> complaining? Do they not realize? Like a couple of years ago, this was one of the most profitable companies that also just happened to lay off a so bulk of its employees. Is, they, <laughs>
1: yeah, they felt right. like, um uh, So this is kind of a two uh, historical event added up to this. Sure. They basically found out, yeah, everyone's making a lot of money. Plus, the whole Bobby Kotick makes stupid amounts came yeah, out and yeah. so on and so yeah. forth. Yeah. pretty much comes money, right? Yeah. And <laughs> So the Blizzard employees were like, hey, you guys are making a lot of money. And what a coincidence. We're all getting paid shit. Like, it just became known that Blizzard employees got paid shit. Yeah. Because that was their statement in general. Th- why people don't talk about how much money they make with their other employees blows
2: my mind. I don't understand that- that why is... that's
1: considered so bad. I mean, it, it, the, the companies don't want to that. No, of course. So, that. yeah, the, that's all it employees. is. The companies
2: do not want the staff to do that. But like, you have nothing to lose by talking to somebody with the same job as you to figure out if you guys are getting paid the same.
1: For whatever reason, I don't know if it's a law in Canada or not. I don't think it is, but people people act like it is. Companies would be like, you can't talk about how much you make. That's not and true. And then you'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go tell him right now. Yeah. They have
2: no right to, to, to stop you from doing that. No, I
1: don't think they do. They claim, they're they, like, if you do, they will fire you. That, that, like, no, they, they won't. First
2: off, they can't. Yeah. And like that's it's the same fear of unions. It's because they they then they're afraid like oh we can't fuck our employees anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like, that, that's all it is. And also union workers are notoriously lazy sometimes. But. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> anyway, so they, yeah. that kind of got found out. They Blizzard was like okay, okay. Notoriously we'll, not tr- not truthfully. Yeah, Blizzard was like okay, okay. We'll we'll give raises to everyone. Okay. <coughs> Great. So they brought in everyone. Did reviews. Wait, what was that? Was <laughs> that <amazing? laughs>
0: Was that an insult? No. Oh. No. Okay. That just <laughs> no it, was so,
1: it, it was his old timey cough. <laughs> Bi-
0: biological reaction. Yeah.
1: Um. <laughs> my, my revulsion. My
2: revulsion. Continue. So
1: they are like, hey, we'll we'll bring everyone in. We'll do reviews and we'll give raises based on merit. Sure. Okay. Fair enough. On paper, that sounds great. On paper, that sounds great, except for when it seems certain people that didn't really merit it because politics got it, and other people didn't, and. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Pay in equity. Yeah. So basically, staff members at Blizzard secretly passed around Excel document with everyone putting their pay on there anonymously. Smart. So that's what happened. Everyone found out about all the stuff and how much everyone... Okay, paid. so somebody
2: was being smart yeah. and then it found
1: out and then a shitstorm happened. Yeah.
2: So As, as you would assume would happen. As you assume would happen. So
1: yeah, there, there you go. So Blizzard, while they're making the most amount, they're fucking with people's pay and people are not happy about it. Yeah. Logically.
0: Yeah, that's crazy man. Like if you're uh like an associate software engineer in like Irvine in California, the average salary is 70k a year. Um if you are say actually it looks like the range actually starts at about 27 an hour, so it could be far less than that. <laughs> and I, w- I would suspect there's a lot of people coming in at far less. Yeah. Uh QA analyst coming in at 17 an hour average. Not great. Uh, test analyst, 22 an hour. Uh, associate producer, 61 grand a year. Sorry, how much was artist. the QA? QA was uh, 17 an hour. The range is 13 to 26. <laughs> they hired
2: a kid. <laughs> how many hours a day, though? I mean, like.
1: They hired a.
0: Oh, 13 bucks an hour would be brutal for that.
1: Um, yeah, I remember, this is also US. So these are US dollars. Yeah, these so. are US
0: dollar amounts. Yeah, yeah. And then 3D artist, uh, range is 61K to 84K a year um i'm curious about like yeah associate game designer fifty-six thousand a year average test analyst 46 um yeah so anyway it's it, it's not as much as i thought it would be actually maybe no. maybe for you know and, and some of the jobs definitely range over a 100 grand a year uh but they're all senior positions yeah of course senior positions and then hopefully these guys are actually getting that, bonused it, over and above that but
2: they're not I can almost guarantee they're not because, yeah. like, the thing is,
1: like, the seniors aren't.
2: The directors the, the, are. <laughs> the thing that blows my mind is that people don't realize how much money is in the games industry. Oh. These companies should be showering
1: money. It's on an their, unco- on their incomprehensible employees. amount of money. Well,
2: that's why there's so much. That's why there's so much like people that move around in the industry because there's no job loyalty because nobody treats their
0: people nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just go to the highest bidder? Yeah. Yeah. You would absolutely would. Why wouldn't you?
1: Yep. Yeah. That's how it is. So, yeah, that's a thing. Um, I don't know. This one, I just really wanted to poke at Rob when I saw it. Oh, this will be good. So it's been eight years since Star Citizen's kick-started.
2: Oh, good. This will be fun. I like this. Um, <laughs> the patch just dropped, by the way. Yeah, yeah. That's why Is I'm this bringing Star this up. Citizen, Oh, Star okay. Citizen this good. Right. Not really. Um, no, this will
1: be fun. So they have now raised, as of June yeah. 2020, they have now raised over $300 million. Yes. Good God. And they still have bullshit to show for it. That's not true, but okay. They're, they've got a demo game. Nope, that's not true. Um, how much do you think has actually done in the game? I'll tell you how much you're wrong. They've got a... Well, They so first of all, here's why this all comes up. is because <laughs> be all of this came out and there's ba- um there's community outcry. Sure. That they weren't communicating enough and that they don't feel... That's true. The community doesn't feel like there's been enough done. For how long it's been, in, in, uh, how much money has been thrown at it, how long it's been... The community it as a whole does not feel like enough has there hasn't been enough progress, but that okay, and they haven't communicated. But well that's
2: enough. but that's not that's not a good statistic to go with because the majority of the community thinks that a game's design takes like a year. Like a lot of people do not understand the actual back end of the game. So now that being said, um, they have been set back because they've changed engines more than once. And also, yes, they should be further along. They should be But 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 along. what I'm saying, though, is that if you're listening to the outcry, that's all it is. It's outcry.
1: Yeah, and that's why this is being brought up. It's all just outly, But uh, outcry. But basically... Um, but the majority of that stuff, yeah, I'd agree with. So to give you an idea, most games take about less than five years to make. Yeah, yeah, they usually take four to six, right? Yeah. No, they take less than five years. Most games take less than five years. Really? Yes. Most games. Interesting.
0: I think most games range right around three years.
1: Yes. Most games.
2: Is that assuming that the engine's already, like, fully
0: yeah. yeah that, I, that, I would that guess they... that's if they're using, like, something that's already established. So, yeah,
2: like, if it like they're making another FIFA game using pretty much all the same shit. Yeah. From no, that one will take even less. Yeah. Cause, cause that, that, they, that's they, even less Oh, EA yeah, yeah, can probably try, pump them could, out
1: in a year. They could pump them out in a year, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find st- statistics on that. How like, long
2: that's it why like, Call of Duty had so many games coming out so fast because. They really were using the same shit. They just got some new art assets and then reskinned it, and you're out.
1: Yeah, that, those one games are like a year.
2: Well, a little bit more than that. It's just that they
1: also um, they polish. Maybe yeah, so. but they're not that long. They don't really t- games don't take as long as people give them credit for. Like the thing is, people talk about how long games are. Like oh, we've been thinking about this game for over long but really that's like one guy sitting in his basement not but what's really. the average for mmos because that's essentially what this thing is. i was trying to figure out world of warcraft but i know world of warcraft was in about the five year range it's usually five to eight years for an mmo wow was about five years
0: yeah so look at it this way so if there's a blockbuster game that takes you know 300 million dollars in three years to make is an example so in 2018 there has
1: been no game to this date that has taken more than 300 million dollars combined to make including marketing including right
0: right right total so so if you take that a company like activision blizzard in 2018 pulled in 7.5 billion total in revenue yeah so you're talking about if they did if you put that inside of one year that's 0.04 percent uh of their total company revenue for that (laughs) just for that year that's not even like total company value and then if you extrapolate that over three years that ends up being what 0.014 give or take percent and and they can't pay people better.
2: <laughs> but what was the, what was the full development cost for Duke Nukem?
0: Okay, I don't know about Duke
1: Nukem. <laughs> oh, dude! <laughs> but the most expensive games <laughs> yeah. that we have He's records Duke for. Nukem forever. Yeah. Oh God. The I'll most expensive out. game. Yeah, you find that out. the most expensive games that we know on record right now. The most expensive is Modern Warfare Two, and mm. this is everything: marketing, shipping, oh, everything. Marketing. Okay, no, no. Yeah. This is including every dollar yeah, 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 that has it, ever got been got put got into it, got the, got the game. Yeah. About, full, at about full net cost, cost. Full net cost. Yeah. At about two hundred ninety-eight mil. Okay. The next Damn. one was GTA five at two ninety one. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. This one surprised me by the way. This the next one surprised me. Star Wars the Old Republic. That doesn't surprise me. Two hundred twenty seven mil. Yeah, but they 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 squandered a shit ton of that money. They fucked it up. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, that um, one surprised me a lot. But
2: uh, I mean, it's an MMO. MMOs are, are time and money. Oh, absolutely. But you know, world. But, world, like, but think it's... about all of the voice acting. That's also SMB tour. C-
1: this number that I'm telling you is um, for inflation. It, it so it includes sure, sure, new sure. Inflated values.
2: And that's good. That's good that it was like that. But I'm saying like SMB tour, Think of just the audio. Just the audio. Work. Yeah, that's
1: a lot of money. Because every quest, every quest, and every is line. voice acted. Yeah, that's a that's a shit ton of cash. Yeah, but so you can see, like Star Citizen is now the most expensive game sure. ever to be created. Sure, is out eight years. Not there's. I don't want to say there's nothing to well, show for. You
2: can do a lot of complete missions. You can buy ships now. You can do a lot of stuff. It's
1: not what they. It's not even close to what they promised. It's not even remotely close.
2: Uh, well, okay, hold on. Are you talking about what they promised with the inclusion of the scope, or are you talking about what they promised from, from the beginning? Even what they promised from the from beginning? From the beginning, the majority of the stuff has been met. It's not an MMO yet. Well, the thing is, like, it was not originally even supposed to be an MMO. It was. That's no. the, it was the original image. No, it was supposed to be Squadron 42 was a single-player thing, and then there was an online multiplayer component that was sharded instances. It was not going to be originally dedicated servers. I'm pretty sure they mentioned MMO. You could do. Well, it was basically supposed to be Eve. That was
1: originally to Tower. No,
2: no, that was that was fans saying that. No, the game originally multiplayer was wouldn't be like instances of like maybe twenty or thirty people. Either way, that my question
1: it. to you is: Have you given up yet? No, no. Uh, I mean, have you stopped r- giving them money at least? Yeah, of course. Okay, good. I did.
2: I did one. I did one investment. In oh, it. I thought it you were like, one of
1: those subscribers. Mm.
2: Oh no, I did that. I did that for like a couple of months, and I was like, ah, it's not worth it. Oh, okay. Um, but the uh, no the uh, I, I got my initial buy-in on the game. How many
1: years in do we have where we can officially say this game's not out? Like this game, Duke Nukem itself, and not until they stop production. Then
0: the studio uh, just... that that period of time would be fourteen years, sir. I'm looking at it. Right how now. long it took Duke? Nukem. <laughs> <laughs> and how much money? So how much money? Here's the thing: so self-funded by the producers so up if to it twenty million.
2: Fourteen years. Oh man, we're gonna have a theory. so so it was <laughs>
0: self-funded by the two producers for for uh, twenty million dollars. <laughs> and they asked Take Two Interactive for six million dollars. And Take <laughs> Two ended up committing two point five mil. <laughs> oh my! So twenty two point five mil. That's <laughs> so, it, and that's the kind of game you get for twenty two point five mil. <laughs> but
2: no, it gets better though because they didn't finish the game.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got <laughs> passed off. Like yeah, a,
2: no, no. It got bought up. Yeah, yeah. Gearbox. Gearbox and, finished it. Yeah, yeah. so bailed that? them out and then finished the game and released it.
0: I'm guessing they did it for fucking free. <laughs> no, no, they, did, they did, there's money involved. There was well, yeah, I'm sure work. Randy Pitchford made some money, but yeah, I, I think uh, based on how he's plugging the thing too, but honestly, yeah, like games, and, and that's what people maybe don't realize, it's just it, it is a blockbuster project now. Similar to movies. Some movies take you know years to make, right? Yeah. Like uh, you know the Marvel films, they were pumping them out, so many every year, but there was years of production behind each one of those, right? I think most yeah.
1: games, they sit in someone's mind or maybe a group of people's minds for years, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they, people in the office discuss it, but it doesn't. It's not a game. It's not in development. It's it's not even in pre production. It's yeah. just people going. It's in concept. It's in concept. I would even like no one's putting money towards it. No, it's just yeah. people behind you know at at, a, at a, the watering hole. Yeah, going hey, you know this gave me an idea for this, and then eventually, at some point, the moment it gets pitched and someone gives it the green light, that's when it's in pre production. Well, that's
2: it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah.
1: So there's a difference. That's when money starts to get put at it. Yeah, and that to me is the start of. Yeah, game product, development. actual development. Yeah. yeah, and that's usually, it takes about, they say about three to five years for a game to be made.
2: But not for an MMO, I'm telling you. No, I think MMOs,
1: MMOs generally take longer, but wow, was that, I think, about five five years? Sounds seven about years? right, yeah. I think I, I don't remember here, at seven years. Oh, I'll figure it out. Why seven years in my mind?
0: Hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> a very Brady
1: podcast. Join host Tack Van Sickle and his guest each week as they hilariously dissect the iconic TV show the Brady Bunch one episode at a time
0: he was so creepy though I think I was like he's like I guarantee you if they could have really done the show the way they want to do it like he was gonna have a cup to the door listening in that night <laughs> in that
1: <laughs> a look back at a simpler time where everything was groovy so her kids almost wrecked their marriage her
2: employee shames her and she like thanks both of them it's awesome <laughs>
1: So grab your potato sack and head out to the backyard for some fun. She's in her own room. What did
0: we tell her about sleeping?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like they went and got the entire family for dad to pick her up and put her in her bed two feet away from the desk. And
0: obviously before they did that,
1: they also said family. Go get your bathrobes. Everyone needs to be in a bathrobe. A Very Brady Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere podcasts are available. They have some compromising pictures of Alice that they could have used uh, to blackmail her and keep her there. Um, I've seen those pictures, and Alice is hotter than you think. I'm going to just put that out there and say it. Uh, That blue dress doesn't do justice? No, it does. For, For me, that blue dress does everything. Are out! Poor you're me, a bad me, man, Tack. you're a bad human.
0: There's a lot of weird in this show. So get this 3D realms at one point uh-huh. Rodolph Duke Nukem is an actual loss. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> before it ever even came out, before it even went to take sure. two. Plenty so of companies do that for games. Oh yeah, that's wild though, man.
1: So now we're gonna go a bit more political.
0: Oh, oh boy. boy, this is this is uh, I'm into it. I'm gonna do it.
1: Um While I don't, like, you know, Trump, not our president, hashtag not my president, literally. He's huge, huge, big, 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 huge. um, He has signed an executive order prohibiting transactions specifically related to WeChat. That's right. Which is owned by Tencent. It is confirmed it's only transactions involving WeChat.
0: Okay, because at first it was reported that it was, like, anything from Tencent
1: yeah yeah and then someone else clarified now
0: was- well no no because it was tiktok as well because tiktok is also owned by them
1: oh yeah maybe but i there was a confirmation later on that someone from the from the yeah i yeah. was like no
0: no it's just yeah i know we mentioned 10 cent like just a few episodes ago maybe two episodes ago 97 yeah and, uh, perhaps uh just in, in regards to just the sheer volume of, of mobile games that they have out there which is a lot of them.
1: <laughs> I felt like I kind of wanted it started. I started to look into them more because I knew like they were one of the biggest companies all, all, yeah. on the entire
0: planet. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, and I was like, okay, I want to talk about their video game side. This is, I'm not even going to talk about the ISPs that they own, right? The internet service providers. Right. I'm not going to talk about the construction. I'm not going to talk about all of the stuff that we don't talk about on this show, yeah, but yeah. know that they own a shit ton of that too. A
0: lot of it. A lot of it,
1: and or I'm not even going to talk about the the social media stuff that they own because still not which is nice. like
0: uh, WeChat, QQ. Was it QQ? QQ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. The, these are the biggest social networks for China.
1: Yeah, and which some of the and the only
0: government a pretty big country <laughs> and the only government supported one, right? Which right. is the most important government part. supported or government mandated? I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whipping
1: will improve. Whipping will cease. Yeah, keep in mind, improves.
0: China like rates their individual people. Based on social media profiles, like they have like a rating. Like yeah, it, yeah it's it's crazy. They
1: like absolutely. Um, my company is a manufacturing company.
0: Yeah. Uh, that I work
1: for, and we do deal China. Yeah, yeah. And we we have one or two staff members in our entire company that actually have WeChat. Oh. Because in order to get into WeChat, what has to happen is someone who is in WeChat has to sponsor you.
0: Right. And right. They right, bring right.
1: in your account, and what happens is if you fuck up and do anything that the government doesn't like.
0: It reflects poorly on the person who sponsored They get kicked out, and so do you. It's actually kind of fucking brilliant, but it's also kind of fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, wild.
1: So I figured I want to go over some of the, did you figure out how many, how long? Four to five. Ah, uh-huh. so, okay. What was it? Four to five. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Even WoW was only four to five. Yeah. yeah. So an average game is less than five. I mean, you probably needed another year, but whatever. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Most games, I think, do. Yeah. Um, but, so I just wanted to go over some of the video game things that Tencent owns. Just, okay. Because I want to give it a. Yeah, yeah, In the video game world, how. Players how, Unknown. 5% in Activision Blizzard. Ooh. 5% in Paradox. Okay. 9% in Frontier. Wow, they
2: have part of Par- Paradox,
1: eh? Yeah. That's interesting. 5% in Ubisoft. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 1.5% in Players Unknown, not full ownership. Yeah. 1.5. Forty percent in Epic Games. No shit. Forty
2: percent. Forty percent in Epic Games. That's A- probably A- the ma- probably the the majority of what they can afford. I mean, what, what no, they're allowed wow. to buy.
1: It, oh, what they're allowed to buy. Very different. Yeah, you're probably possibly. Wow. Eighty percent in Grinding Gear Games, which is most known for Path of Exile. Yeah. Uh, this one, I don't know if you know this, Rob. Mm. Um, you're gonna act like you do, but I don't believe you do. Uh, Fool ownership of Riot Games. Yeah, what dude. the hell?
2: No, of course, you, you, how do you not know that?
1: I don't know. I didn't know that. I didn't know that until I started reading For, all this. was like years ago. Oh, I'm sure it was years ago. I think, I didn't it was, know I that. think
2: look, look it up, I think it was like 2000...
1: That's really bizarre. Yeah. I didn't know I'll
2: that. Was it like 2013? Yeah? 2013 or 2014. I, I didn't know I that until I started
1: reading I through this. So, yeah, Riot, who owns League of Legends and Valorant, and... Talked about mobile games and all the Chinese mobile games that they yeah. put out. That's not even it. There are two major mobile games that exist in North America.
0: Okay. Can you name them? Two major mobile games yeah. that exist in America. Clash of Clans and can't think of what the second. Great Shadow was. Legends. Okay, yeah, yeah. That makes sense,
1: yeah. 84% ownership over Superfell. Super Super Cell, sorry. No shit. Which owns Clash of Clans. They don't think they have any ownership over uh, Raid Challenge. But Clash of Clans and uh,
0: Clash Royals or something? Clash Clash Royale. Clash Royale. Yeah, yeah. They own both of those. Insane! Yeah. Those are massive games.
2: They've been creeping into the American market for a long time.
1: Yep.
0: Damn. So that's just, that's uh,
1: the big list. They have a few little ownerships here and there and a bunch of other stuff.
2: Wow. 2011, actually, I was wrong.
1: Oh, wow. So even earlier than we thought. Damn. So, yeah. They own quite a bit. Tencent... Now you're starting to see why Blizzard, Activision Blizzard bow, why so many game companies bow to China. Well, no, it's because there's so much money in the Chinese Figuratively speaking. That's that's, that's why.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe (laughs) both. We don't know. Uh, (laughs) Jury's still out.
1: Who knows? They might still fly there. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, you're absolutely right. There's so many people there, so they want to get in on it. And the only way to get in on it is basically it... Looking at
2: Tencent, Ten, Tencent, Tencent, Tencent needs to. buy, You have to give Tencent
1: your ticket of entry. Yeah, because yeah. Tencent is actually partially owned by the government. No, it's fully owned by the government. Well, no, it's fully. It's owned by the on paper, only partially. Mm. They, they owned got by nine, the f- nine
0: fingers in. I bet it's that kind of. Yeah. 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 Just to just to maintain public front for Western companies to want to do business with them.
1: Yes, they are their own company. They have their own management. They have their own owners. Government does own a percentage in them, but it's not a full percentage, and it's not even fifty percent. But
2: if you understand, if you understand, like ten seconds of how how China works, yeah, it doesn't matter if they own one percent or zero percent. It's a Chinese company, right?
1: That's why I'm specifying right on paper. Okay, yeah. they can
2: yeah. walk into the office tomorrow. They could walk in the office an hour ago and be like, "This is ours now." Yep. And Tensite would go,
1: "Okay."
0: Because uh,
2: we thought
1: it already was.
2: Yeah. Because yeah, they're like, at any point, if they were like, no, it'd be like, and that was the last we ever heard of them. <laughs> and, and, guess what, them. and guess what? Ten cents now owned by the government. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. Surprise, bitches. I mean, it's a precarious world. Shit, the states can do that if they really want to, but China just does it more in the open because who's going to stop
1: them? That's exactly <laughs> what it is. So that's my major news. Valorant is owned by
0: China. China. <laughs> it's Chinese
1: superpowered
0: CSCL. Nobody's playing anymore. It's going down because China owns it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they've owned. I think they've owned that for a long time too. Though I think they've owned that since day one. <laughs> Have so? they? I'm pretty sure they were part of the development. I don't know. Because ten, Tencent's move is not usually to make things. Tencent's move is to buy things that are already no, they, successful. They make a bunch of games. They're the ones being. Um, they're the ones who are making Diablo Immortal. No, they. Well,
2: they okay. Diablo Immortal is being made by a, a company that Tencent owns. I don't think so. Well, let just remember,
1: Tencent is not a development house; it's a publishing house. I think they're. They also have development in part of them. They have. They're Do everything. They?
0: They're everything. Well, we we could just we could just leave the Tencent topic with with this thought and and that is continue oh, no, to play those Netties. games. Oh look at that! Support support <laughs> support your local your local. Party, your local communist party. There's
2: nothing, there's nothing wrong with enjoying Chinese games. Just don't put all of your like information that you don't want to be owned by the Chinese government in there. Yeah, you're okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's a digital age. You make there's, a different people Google account. Can find the majority of your shit. So yeah. don't don't bother hiding like your email that's not it you just need to hide
1: your bank statements. my gamer tag
0: is robo hobo i have a google account where my name is literally robo hobo <laughs> yeah. so you can you can make shit up you i can just, just like do fake the idea shit.
1: that there's one company that you don't realize has its fingers in so many different pools yeah i think a lot of people don't and uh and
2: and they've probably got their hands in more places through sister companies
0: yeah oh yeah it's a lot of dicks and a lot of pies Okay, yeah, so we'll go ahead and get going here with uh i think we should do uh, uh the ashes of creation
1: yeah let's talk about that sure
0: so ashes of creation rob turned me on to this and it's an upcoming hot. mmo and it, what's that turn hot. everybody on with it's so it's hot on. yeah it's so hot right now it's rising from the ashes it's of- a- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this, i think that bit just rose from the ashes of creation <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> honestly from the I- ass of creation <laughs> it's terrible <laughs>
1: It came like a fart, like a warm this fart, is, rising.
0: This is uh, well, we're talking about what is it? Uh, Genesis, the the the, oh, the, the the kit, the kit builder or whatever for. MF. Oh fuck! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, the, yeah the, we, we'd, or, we'd be no, building asses of, <laughs> sure. asses of creation. Asses of creation. So anyway, Ashes of Creation, uh, really interesting, and maybe Rob, you, you might be the person to talk a little bit about uh, Intrepid Studios because you gave me some good information earlier. But it is an upcoming MMO. It's fantasy. It's a fantasy MMO yes. RPG, and uh, and it looks freaking brilliant. But I got a lot of details on it that we can kind of jump in and 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 discuss because Rob knows the most about it in here. Unless you, well, do. no,
1: Adam might know just as much. I think I, I know s- about it. Okay. Not, cool. everything that's on there is up on the web, and I think I've watched all the same stuff. you Yeah, there isn't yeah. much else. But yeah, if do you if, watch
2: if, the Reddit uh, AMA. Uh, no, I didn't read Ooh, that. Wa- oh, no, watch the. Uh, it, oh, there's a watch yeah, it? He, yeah, he uh, was sitting there. And he was like updating the AMA and he's just like talking on a stream. Oh, so oh, who know who yeah. was
0: doing the AMA? Uh, the owner. <laughs> okay, wait, what's his name?
2: Uh, St- uh, Steve shit,
0: Steve
1: oh, Fuck. Yeah. Steve, just, I think it's Steve Sharif or something? Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. It is Sharif.
0: You're right. He just, put a lot of his earlier.
1: own money yeah. into it. I know that much.
0: Yeah, and uh, now you were saying that he was a he. This guy was an avid player of MMOs, but they weren't delivering on what they were promising, and he got to the point where he was just frustrated, right? And so yeah. he decided to fund this out of pocket. Uh, so did it ever go to Kickstarter?
2: Yeah, uh, did it really? I don't think yeah, it, really it, did, it did. Yeah, was but, it, but it was already, But they even announced on the Kickstarter that like it's already funded. Yeah, yeah. They're but, like, we'll we'll just we're doing a Kickstarter for extra money. D- this it. is what they'll commit if they do they
0: basically the Kickstarter. Say, yeah. The
1: game we're already committed. We've already got the money towards it. We just want a little extra.
0: Yeah, to make it a little extra so let's see sorry
1: i want to i wanted to make sure i've got his name
2: right because i feel bad for him because i was like literally just watching a video that sounded him. right i think that's it but i just two seconds edit the sound. all good
0: <laughs> we can cut out the silence that's easy so yeah
2: intrepid was founded 2015 da, 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 da. come on what the heck's going on here you're too humble. Put your fucking name on the site. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Quit being so goddamn humble.
2: Yeah, it's... Stephen. Yeah, Stephen Sharif, Yeah, and and John Moore.
0: Looks like it only got funded to the tune of uh, just over three million dollars. So it's got a little bit of external backing, but compared to something like we're talking about Star Citizen, yeah. it's definitely pales in comparison to that. Right. So. Okay. So there must be a lot of private backing. I'm also seeing a lot of um. Oh yeah. And no, I don't no, know why I'm seeing sure. a lot of Chinese text.
2: Yeah. Is that's... this like a
0: Chinese company? No. Oh
2: no, it's it, they're in, uh, uh Carolina. Why with all the Chinese? Sorry, I'm California. But no, uh, uh, um, so the guy Steven Sharif, he he has he funded development. Period. Okay. Privately, he funded it himself. Like he was, he was severely successful early on in life, and he pretty much was like talking to some friends. He's like, I hate the state of the of of the MO industry. Mm -hmm. I want to make understandable a game that. Is something that's is now, what MMOs were supposed to be
1: in game development. That's one thing I never quite figured out. Does uh, he have a history in it, or is he basically just funding the money, got the right developers, and said, "You guys do it."
2: So yeah, I'm a little unequipped to answer that question directly, but I believe he was just a player. Okay, I believe so. He
1: so. doesn't his where he made his money wasn't in game development. No, he doesn't business, have a history of it.
2: business specifically. Something okay. I don't know. So
1: hopefully he basically hired game directors to do the job. And all oh yeah, Well no, his job is to go. I want it to be like this. Make it like this.
2: Yeah, no. From from what effectively the word is, uh, is that uh, he's gotten developers from Blizzard, which no no surprise there that yeah. they would have jumped ship. Um, but like daybreak, <laughs> daybreak, daybreak and Sony, so effectively the same. So he just pulled everyone, <laughs> everyone from a, bunch of places. from a bunch of places. Yeah, and I mean, the game runs on the Unreal Engine. It looks great as you'd expect. the unreal looks like engine. an
1: MMO. It, it doesn't, it's it's no Horizon Zero Dawn or God of War 4 Actually, I think or it's anything. better, no, I think it's better than Horizon Zero Dawn and the only reason why I say that is because the videos I saw didn't show it to be, it was definitely one of the best looking MMOs I've seen, mm-hmm. but, but it was not I, I'm saying, God of War 4 and mm-hmm. Horizon Zero Dawn I,
2: I think wait until you've seen it on your tower. Because the, the reason why I say that is because the engine that it runs in does so much to up graphical fidelity that you may not be seeing it only because it may be streamed off of a rig that is not as good all i'm saying like all that's yeah, i've watched a footage. lot of let's plays i don't know if i so can so now it. i, no, I am fine.
0: on um so yeah so uh steven sharif is actually i'm looking at the reddit ama right now and he's kind of oh, going okay. down uh some of the team who are involved in this as well so he he funded it to the tune of 30 million dollars it sounds like yeah and uh, so that means it's currently in for $33 million, is kind of what what the current funding looks like plus, for it.
2: Plus extra, I'm sure. Sure, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And uh, interestingly, so he goes over some of the people who are working on the game. Uh, so he's saying uh, their technical director spent over 15 years in the gaming industry, is an engineer mostly for Sony. Their lead designer spent six years at Sony uh, and is, a, is passionate about MMORPGs in particular. Michael Bacon, who I actually noted down, was actually... Uh, he's the lead environmental artist, and he worked on he started on Duke Nukem way back in the day. Yeah. But he actually spent his entire career as environmental lead environmental artist on EverQuest 2 yep. and all the expansions from that, which um, I
2: thought was amazing. Yeah,
0: so yeah, there's uh, they uh, one yeah. of their animators is experienced with the Gears of War series and the Call of Duty series. Um, their lead level designer worked with Two K prior to coming to their team, so there is a, there is a bit of pedigree yeah. on that team already. And he does say and too and- that they're not contract; no one on the team is contract; they're all salaried employees. Yes, that's very cool.
2: And also, he they just did another; they just started another phase of hiring.
0: They did, yeah, because yeah. I, I did go and check their LinkedIn, and there's a whole bunch of jobs. I'm Sure, this marketing just kicked
1: a bunch of stuff. Dude, there was like overdrive. 14
0: or 15 new jobs posted on there and it ranges from it wasn't even marketing. It actually ranges from like 3D animator to stack developer oh, to to be all honest, kinds I don't things.
2: think they need it because uh, the because they're Everyone so Everyone needs marketing. I I know that obviously they're going to fucking have marketing, Adam. I'm just saying that I don't think they need it as much as a lot of other things do because word of mouth for this in particular has been spreading like wild. Oh, yeah. No, they're reasonably.
0: gonna pay us zero dollars for this episode. So why yeah. do they need marketing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're about to do it for them.
2: No, but I mean, like it's the one, the one thing that has gotten me turned on to this. Because most of the time, I hear about an MMO and I'm like, uh, here we go again. Yeah, here and we actually, go again. He actually made an analogy that all like a lot of MMO players are like beaten dogs. Yeah. I was like. That is so fucking accurate, though. Cause, cause, because so many games that we yeah, go yeah. all in on, and then it's just like, we get the backhand. You can't trust them.
1: Yeah, you, you can't, can't trust, trust anybody. It feels that way, though. As nope. an MMO player, you cannot like trust anybody. I that statement, because I feel that about his game right now. <laughs> 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 but no. I, I just don't. I don't trust it. But, but
2: the one thing, though, the reason why I, I trust it, and sure, he's either a great charlatan, which... Fantastic. I just hope he's not another Peter Molyneux. I don't think he is. I don't think he is either. But because like he when he talks, my game
0: is going to do everything.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, because he even talks about scope creep, which is the big thing that Star Citizen has been getting fucking slammed about. And he's like, look, he's like, we've got scope creep too, but he's like, we already have a, a mission. He's like, this is my vision. We're going to do this first. And then we will address everything else that's going to be tacked on. Fair enough. And he and the one thing that he said, and he says this in the AMA as well. Mm-hmm. He's like, if you've got friends that are skeptical, he's like, that's fine. He's like, they don't need a pre-order. And he's like, nobody needs a pre-order. He's like, everyone can just not pre-order the game. He said that literally on sure. live. And he's like, all I want is for the game to come out, for people to try it, and if they like it, to keep playing. Oh, I'm going to try it. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> But the, well, actually, look,
1: what I'm going to do is I'm going to watch Let's Plays on Well, that's what he says, though. That's and what, I'm going to
2: try. That's what he says to you. He's like, look, there's no NDA on the game. So, you know, after the game's come out, listen to your friends who've played it. Yeah. Watch the gameplay. He's like, then that's make good. your decision. If, but the fact that the owner and the guy who has invested all of his money into this is saying that. That's good. huge points in my book. If the transparency Agreed.
0: actually results in a, in a great game, I think it's unprecedented. I, th- I think yeah. it's an unprecedented. And,
2: and he said, and he's actually, it's, it's kind of funny because he says that he's like, he's like, I'm trying to be as transparent as possible. He's like, but you can't be
1: 100% transparent no. because certain things are just not ready to be seen yet. Not just that, but certain things they'll, they're thinking about, they're working on right now, and, and it's they just going to get, get scrapped. So it won't yeah. be accurate. Yeah, exactly. It won't be accurate necessarily. And that's yeah. a waste yeah. of energy. And, and some, someone will go, they'll go they'll see that and they'll go, Oh, that's definitely in the game and that doesn't show up in the game. And you now upset someone who right. thought it was gonna be in the game when it, it really it was never promised to yeah. be in there. And, and a lot I get of, it.
2: and a lot of the the reason why he does want certain people to come in and like do like the testing and stuff like that. Like right now they're they're capped at they're alpha ones. Yeah, they're in their like
1: super closed alpha. Uh
2: but he but he's like the reason why they're doing a lot of the stuff for that is
1: because they want to get the feedback for it. Yeah. So the only problem that I have right now is all so all of this so we can talk about the systems in just a second. Sure. Uh, what you know? What the Satonian has? What? What's? So and interesting what the game's about. actually about? Because we talking about the guy. I got some info, yeah, boys. I got so, some info. But yeah. prior to that, uh, what got this notified from everyone was this one YouTuber named Peon who basically his entire web YouTube channel is all on MMOs. He just discusses MMOs. He's mm-hmm. clearly a huge MMO fan, and he's seen this around. But there was a public recorded demo.
2: Mm-hmm. So yes.
1: people put out videos of the game that were in the alpha. Yep, This guy put out a video, discussed all of the systems, so on and so forth. But he has never actually played, played it. Maybe at this point he he's a, has. He's a reporter. He's a reporter. Maybe at this point he has. Maybe he got invited to play I it would like be that. shocked
2: if... Because like the way, the way that this... For like the owner pitches himself effectively, if he hasn't given this guy a key, I would be legitimately shocked.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So maybe he has now, but at the time of his, you know, however stupid long video it was, uh, he had not played. So he was just going off of bullet points that the game was touting. Yeah. And some pre-video from someone who had the and, uh
2: And uh, conversations,
1: like in interviews. He yeah. had never talked to the owner at the time. No, no, he had not. So he hadn't really had any real communication with he, the company. He has talked with them since though. Since he definitely yeah. has, yeah. So I am skeptical because there is, all the facts that we have about the game are bullet points from a guy well, who's never of, really had a on Most of it's hearsay. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's not hands-on at this point. So no. it's a little too early to be going this is looking amazing, like this is way too early. Well, I think, it's, so. I think it's fine to get hyped,
2: but I mean you need, a, you need to understand that MMOs traditionally <laughs> uh, fuck you up, uh, and and are not what you expect them to. Be. Yeah. Uh, so like the beaten dog analogy is a hundred percent. So accurate. look, Adam,
0: I get it. You're on the hype train platform. You're not quite yet ready to board, but look, I'm about to shove your ass right on as it pulls away. Okay. Because uh, the oh, hype no, train. Like woo woo, the hype uh, train is about to leave the station, everybody. No, so.
2: in, in all seriousness, I'm already on board. I'm gonna be fully in on this project i will I'll... not be on board until it and that's launches fine and i
0: can watch and i think
2: that that's totally cool or
1: at least until it gets up to a point where i can watch them and play and see enough of it that i go holy shit
2: well by the time you move into your house i may have access so if that's the case you can come over <laughs> hang out yeah <laughs> but uh cool. no yeah that... so let,
0: let's get into what it's actually exactly, all about yeah. so we mentioned earlier it is fantasy based so it does have you know sort of fantasy classes you know your your orcs your 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 dwarves, your humans. Those are classes. Those are
1: races. So species races, it does. Or, it does have or cultures species. or species. What are they also known as? Spe- you're right, they are species. Those right. are the
0: phylae that you can choose within this. <laughs> I don't know the don't fauna. Know, yeah, the fauna. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the organisms and yeah. the, the, the it's it's basically first off, I'll start with the game world actually, and that that happens a little further down though, from my from my notes. But a- actually, I-
2: actually fun fun uh, yeah fun background on
0: the world. What go on, it? go on. Oh yeah, yeah. So the the world itself is is absolutely massive. So they're saying that the initial game map, so this is the starting, no expansions, anything like that, is going to be around four hundred and eighty kilometers in size, which is pretty huge by any standard. So give a quick guess how big you think the Skyrim map is.
1: Oh, it's it's massive in
0: comparison. And and Skyrim. the reason the reason why I say Skyrim is because I would say the most people may have played that, who were sure. RPG fans. So yeah. it it's actually about thirty eight square kilometers in size. And then you also have like uh, Ghost of Tsushima, which I've How been playing recently. Wow. Ghost that's, of Tsushima is twenty eight point so five square miles, and get this, uh, you or I'm sorry, square kilometers. And you said World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft is close to five hundred. Nice. So with all nice. expansions, with all expansions,
1: yeah. yeah basically, yeah. as far as I can tell, the World of Warcraft, all of its expansions are just a little bit bigger, just just around the size of this game. Yeah, yeah. But and but that,
2: don't forget, this game's size is including the water. Yeah. That is it's including water because a That's lot of people thought it, that thought it was uh yeah, it is traversable, yes. Yeah. There's a whole there's a whole profession of building ships. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. And uh cool information about professions we'll get to shortly. Yeah. So for other reference points for people who are into games, uh, Los Santos in Grand Theft Auto Five is forty nine square kilometers. And Witcher 3 is 53 square kilometers. So, those are games maybe a lot of people have played as well. So, this game is roughly what almost 10 times the size of those maps. So, it's
1: to me, it's the size of what an MMO nowadays needs to be.
2: I think, I think an MMO could stand to be a bit smaller. I agree, but I I think that. Given what they are planning for this, it needed to be at least size. It, the absolutely absolutely it makes sense based on the planning. Oh, for this. it makes a hundred percent. That'll become
0: more clear over the next little bit here. I yeah. I'm just so gonna start gushing over the first thing. Game. The first thing we can address <laughs> is maybe the node system, which is kind of the overlay of it, the world map. I, I,
2: I would it. argue it's the foundation of what's going to make this game great. I uh, yes. agreed. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This the, is the foundation mechanic. It sounds fucking yeah. brilliant. Like it sounds yeah. really good. A- everyone's so. got a gimmick. This is a really good one. And uh.
0: so basically, each section of the Map is broken down into smaller nodes that can be conquered and held by any of the factions they're in like the game. The territories, pro- territories, yeah, yeah provinces,
1: yeah. territories, sections of the map. Yeah, if you've played a total war game, think of them like provinces. Or if you've played World of Warcraft, think about when you time into an area and they're like, "Oh, this is Tarn Mill," or "This is Southern Badlands," or "Northern Badlands." Yeah, so or,
2: Goldshire. Go- well, Goldshire is the place. That right, like so Elwyn Forest,
1: forest Elwen and f- then like Red Ridge, Red Ridge Dusk,
2: Mountains. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So those would all be territories on yeah. their own.
0: Yeah. Interestingly, so if a large area, like a, a nodal area, is conquered by a particular guild or a particular race within the game, so say a bunch of dwarves move into like a forested area. So the, the towns that pop up in an established node area will actually reflect a sort of facade of the dwarves, yeah, so, as yeah, opposed yeah. to humans moving. Whichever the species
2: was the primary contributor to the settlement. Like whichever whichever species contributed the most, the yeah, and yeah yes. the most co- contribution, yeah, because it's more than just quests. There's hand ins like the kind of like the war effort back in Encourage. Yep. Um but yeah, or now in Encourage. now in Encourage, yeah, it's true, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck.
0: So, yeah. The aesthetic changes,
2: yeah, yeah. That. And I think you know, that's awesome.
0: It's extremely cool. So yeah. I, I think it's freaking brilliant. I'm and just and waiting the...
1: for one server to be all one one species. I think that's going to be one of the problems of this game. Is <laughs> If they have servers like that, it's great because the idea is you're supposed to kind of, I don't want to say fight over the nodes, but the nodes have a natural degradation, right? They said, like, what's – A, you can't have a capital node in
0: one. You can't, yeah, because they have capitals in the game. No, 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 no. You you build
1: a capital, but what happens is all the other territories around that capital aren't allowed to go past a certain threshold. There's a ceiling, yeah. A a size Oh, I see what you're saying. But what happens is, like, okay, so what stops a capital from just staying a capital forever? There's natural degradation that gets yeah. harder and harder it's to uh,
0: uh, it's defend. It, it's actually not it's just be, because sieges, because sieges take There's sieges. Place. natural
1: attrition too. Yeah. Interesting.
2: It's the, sieges, attrition. it's the sieges are the, are the primary contributing factor. They're supposed to be. Yeah, they're, yeah. yeah. They're planned, to be, yeah.
0: They're planned th- to be. This is really cool. So speaking of the sieges, if the sieges are successfully defended against uh, node territories, then they can't be reinvaded for up to twenty days. So Depending, that depends down. on the size. It does. Uh, Metropolis yes. is like. it's 50 50 days 50 days yeah
2: and then a town is 40 i think
1: yeah smaller the town the less time right or a city is 40 and then i think the thing that they're doing that's really smart is you have to sort of it's kind of funny but i I get why they did it it's kind of funny that you have to schedule a raid yeah a siege yes because it makes sense like hey your clan owns this thing you need to be able to defend it so you need to know when to defend and get all people online yeah but, but, but it's kind of funny like i'm gonna raid you does seven days from now work for you? Yes. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> well I, I actually like it because and, and the reason why they did it
2: is it's obvious. A good choice. Yes. Mechanically it's obvious. Because there's a there's a there's a level of realism that should be in a game, but then there is a point where you need to go, Okay, I understand that this is not realistic. Yeah. But if we don't do this, it's not fun. Agreed. So Agreed. like As opposed to the ability of somebody launching an attack at two a.m. with a like a bunch of people when you're all asleep would be super easy to do and sure it's more realistic. That doesn't make sense. There's an argument there. There's
1: an argument there. Like, oh, if you plan that out, then you plan that out good for you. You deserve the victory. But But it's not really because people aren't living in the world, right? To me, it skips. That's what everyone will just do, and therefore it skips the mechanic of the siege. Yeah. Does that make no. sense? No, yeah, the sieges are thing
2: like if you're if you're going to war, you're not going, oh, well, guys, get your spears and we're going to go like sieges... no, there's a there's a fucking
1: time that has to be put in yeah, there's organized marching and you'll notice that they're marching yeah, and so on. And and stuff like so that, what so. are sieges? Describe that if you have that in there.
0: I don't have a lot of information I on do. the sieges, go for so it. Rob makes because we're we'll talking Yeah. So sieges
1: it. It. are big uh battles. They're
2: 250 versus 250 and Steven recently said that they are trying to push it to 500. He says that they can comfortably do 250 versus 250. They can comfortably do that so 500 players PvP. That's incredible in itself.
1: Yeah. That's insane. That, but that, they're
2: but they're trying to up it to 500 and
0: 500.
1: I don't know if 500 will be necessary. It's not
2: necessary, but if they can do it why wouldn't they?
0: Yeah, the, the scale of two For- the scale of 500 would be, feel similar to the scale of a 1000 I think on the battlefield.
1: Oh, it'll no,
2: like 250 is more than enough. Like if you're playing like like large scale combat games, like even like, let's just say uh, this is not super large scale, but, uh, Star Wars battlefront. Yeah. And you're going to have a bunch of, you're going to have like what maybe like you're going to have under 50 people in a game. Yeah. And it feels like there's a lot more than that. Yes. But like, if you want a really good feel for it, go play planet side. Oh God. Yeah. Go play planet side too. And you'll know that not only do we have the technology, but the people who worked on that technology has been, have been hired into Ashes of Creation. Yes. So they know how to do it. And they will do it. It's going to be amazing.
0: It's um, going to be incredible.
2: Well, they've already said they're comfortable to launch 250 versus 250. They could do it like effectively tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Now, what are, what are, did they give any indication as to what tasks have to be completed to effectively take over an area through Siege? Like, yeah, what does that look so, like? What does the um, gameplay flow look like?
2: From, they haven't talked a lot about it, but they've showed images. And from the images, you can definitely surmise that there are capture points. Okay. That you need to take. Gotcha. In in like, I think it's going to be kind of like a dust bowl where you have to like capture points until you get to the throne room. I'm imagining
1: sure. it similar to, if anyone remembers, the old PvP siege in
0: Northrend.
2: Never, oh, never uh, yeah, you're it. talking about um, the one where you would fight and then there's a dungeon in, inside of yeah, it. Yeah, in, uh, in wow, right? yeah. In WoW, right?
0: Yeah, that might be it. Are you talking in WoW?
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah, there's basically, I, I they haven't really discussed it f- completely. But as far as I'm aware, so what happens is a clan, or a guild, whatever you or want to call it, will own whatever. a territory. Yeah. Um, and you as another ter- clan can go and siege it and take yes. over.
2: And Well, usually I think the, the idea is that you're
1: a bunch of guilds. A bunch or of guilds. in an alliance. in yeah. alliance, yeah. yeah. Basically, it, you can alliance. It's not just 1v1. This way, if at any point there is the... That one clan is the one that wins yeah. everything because they're the biggest clan, you can alliance with a bunch of clans to go fight that one guy. For
2: for, for those of you who only play things like World of Warcraft, there's a bunch of MMOs out there that have systems that are similar to this. And you may not be aware, um, because WoW does not do this, but a lot of them have an alliance system, which is where guilds join guilds. Yeah, effectively. So, like, if your guild does have another guild, that is a bunch of guilds. Yeah. And um, those are called alliances, and they're fantastic. Because the one thing that's great about this game, and, and like, a bunch of other games like it, like Lineage and stuff like that, is that there are no set factions. You're not forced to stay with the people you hate. Correct. You can get up and leave at any time, and that's true for guilds too. So, like, and this game is going to have a lot of politics around it. So... That is going to feed into so the, the ideas, chaos of the game, which is going to be they a They knew fun. that there's
1: a problem in some of these other MMOs where what happens is you get one guild that just owns that server and just yeah. owns all the territories and no one even stands a chance right. against getting any resources or anything. And because they just starve everyone out, they're always the biggest. Right. So in order to combat that, they've allowed multiple guilds and clans to pay, to work together to siege... A big clan if they want to. Right. So they're allowed to do that. So the idea is you on one side have to schedule a siege. You have to say, We're gonna siege you in three days from now. I forget the exact timing, but you have to basically set a time and a date. Right. And the other person, they they can kind of adjust, they can make requests like, Hey, can you not do it at two AM? Like that's a dick move, dude. Um so well, it there's has a
2: to, prime time that they have to agree to there's
1: with a prime time about. that they have to agree to. And so there's a bit of bartering there with a you know bit of give and take there. I wasn't aware of that, but that's cool. Yeah, there's a bit of give and take to my understanding.
0: Uh, it's, it's, speaking of problems that were solved in the creation of this game, right, as far as MMOs are concerned, uh, griefing is maybe one of them that a lot of people oh, have I experienced in mechanics. the past. It yeah, so, reminds me of Lineage. Yeah, the corruption. 2, to be yeah, specific. I'm, and I'm not familiar with that. Well, the,
2: the, the Steven Sharif is a huge Lineage 2 player.
0: Ah, Makes sense then. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. The, the corruption system is basically, it's very simple, there's basically three roles that are taken on in the corruption system, which is combatant, non-combatant, and corrupted players. Because everybody's playing on the servers and yeah. there's no just straight PvE server, mm-hmm. it's all going to be PvP everywhere, right? So there has to be a control in place to make sure that a bunch of stronger players aren't just griefing weaker players and taking all their shit and selling it, right? So basically what's happening here is uh, penalties for, up to, for corrupted players, so basically players that are initiating combat with players who are like effectively running from them and they attack and kill them. Yep. So they become, quote, corrupted players. And uh, this includes uh, penalties in the form of stat penalties in PvP. So if they get into other PvP with players maybe who are closer to their level, they carry a stat penalty yep. in those battles. Yeah, it's a debuff, yeah. So they might randomly drop like high-level items that other players can then loot. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, so actually, though, that's not 100% die. true. So yeah, here's... The And the way that the PvP system works is that nobody ever drops gear, ever. However, if you're corrupted, when you get a certain threshold of corruption, you can start dropping your own gear. And then
1: losing, and then losing if you're the players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not guaranteed to be it's high only when quality. You die. It's not randomly then, dropping. It's only when you die. It's this is
0: actually die. my favorite part of the uh, of this though. So there's actually going to be uh, if you become so corrupt, you actually start appearing as a point on the map for other players, so they can see you. For, bounty for bounty hunters for bounty hunters. Yeah, and yes. that's going to be a job in the game. Yes, you can become a bounty hunter of these corrupted players, which is fucking awesome. Yep. <laughs> That's they can so get, cool, man. They won't be able to go
1: into towns.
0: That oh, very man. much reminds
1: me of Lineage 2 because I remember that being the feature in Lineage 2 and I loved that concept.
2: I want to know if there's going to be, and I doubt there is, but I want to know if there's going to be certain nodes that will be available to be corrupted towns.
1: That would be really, oh, so really like fascinating. so go in, like, like, black, like, black market towns? Yeah. Well, that would
0: be really cool. Realistically, if there were a bunch of high-level players who were corrupted, they could defend an area. You know what I mean? So they, they could just, by nature of all right. being corrupted, they it, could it, have that. But it, I'm
1: wondering if you can disable the guards as the mayor. I well, imagine it being like yeah. this. If, uh, if corrupted, you know, just like, hey, if the dwarves provide all the resources and quests to that area, it becomes a dwarven town. If corrupted players, players provide, provide the resources, it becomes a corrupted town. Therefore, the guards don't exist. There are no guards. And it it brings up maybe a special auction house or something. Actually,
0: like you're that. probably yeah. right because uh, I did I did read as well that basically the towns, the mayors of the towns, can be democratically reelected every like twenty or thirty days. Yeah, so like once like, a month. So, month yeah. so so if there's a bad mayor, they can either be voted out. Yeah. Or if it's say, and you in can this vote case, them out at any time too. Oh, can you? Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I just and, uh, think it's cool though that there's a control in place even for that.
2: But and so here's the cool thing too, and that this is a, to go on to the point of like large guilds that own everything uh first thing uh castle sieges are limited to 250 so it doesn't matter where those 250 are coming from 250 hard cap done or 500 if you boost. (music) the other cool thing though is that because like oh hey a bunch of internet personalities could just be mayors and nobody could ever dethrone them yeah not true because there's actually nodes that specifically do not have a democratic system. There so are they'll nodes. always own those nodes? Yeah, they'll own the
1: democratic yeah, nodes, yeah.
2: sure. But I mean... Um, there are military ones where there the, are, the
1: people with the most PvP kill. Uh,
2: no, that. actually, so there's... I saw something like that. So It's something like that. So there's one that's a battle royale.
1: Oh, that's what it is. It's a battle royale. But you don't play it. It's a tournament. You don't play in it, though. Oh. No, the way that it works is you have a champion that you level up. It's like a pet. There was one where I saw where, no, you fight in a tournament one. That's different. One. That's a tournament That's a one. a different one. Yeah, so there...
2: So, no, I think actually the one that you're thinking of is the one that I'm talking about, but you misunderstood what they oh, said. Oh, maybe I did.
1: Because uh, a lot of people did. A lot of people
2: misunderstood it. Um, but if you go and you listen to him, when... He, when Steven talks about it specifically. He talks about how it's a it's a character that does a champion for you that you uh, level up. Yeah. So there's more of a questing way of
1: so you're of doing you're leveling it, up an NPC that is a going patriot. to then fight. Yeah. Oh.
2: yeah, like think of it like uh, you're you're raising a champion, like gladiatorial yeah, yeah. champion. Yeah, you're that's raising you're an doing. NPC champion. Um, okay. And then there's another there's a third way of becoming mayor. At least of the three that I'm aware of, I'm trying to remember. So there's one that's Vote in oh uh, economic a religious one economic, economic. yeah you, so you, you
1: have to pay for it
2: yeah you have to you make a bid yeah everyone bids for the blind the, for bid the, yeah a blind bid and uh, that person will become you buy your way into office and you literally have to spend the money too like the money's yeah. gone once you get I think it, it probably goes into the city's funds I would assume
0: I don't know what happened it's it pretty fascinating they'll be effectively functioning government in this based on that you know what I mean and certainly yeah. certainly if if guilds are large enough they'll have people in the guild who fulfill certain roles whether those are roles it's specifically named in the game or not yeah, right it could be so... like
1: hey you're always going to get the vote to own this town you're all we're all going to funnel our money to you so you can own the economic town yeah we're all going to funnel you so your your champion, uh, champion is the best Sure. so you could do that but you could only do that for so many towns
2: yeah because eventually there's going to be enough people concentrating on getting something through on one town they're you're not going to be able to beat them exactly um, right th- though really quick just a because we've kind of been running around this like a bunch of crazy cats the node system to give everyone a better idea of what that actually is and how that works is that in the beginning of the game when it launches or when a server goes online, they're pretty much empty. As in there's like really no towns. Correct. At all. I think they have like little uh, little like, like tent
1: n- yeah. shanty towns.
2: <laughs> yes. So, and the idea is that you go there to do quests. And as everyone does quests in that little area, that node, the node will start to level up. Because everyone's completing quests there, so they're getting supplies they need. They're getting things dealt with that they need dealt mm-hmm. with, like roaming packs of wolves. When a, a area has enough quests done by a population, or enough turn-ins, or whatever, it will upgrade. So it'll go from pretty much nothing to yeah. like uh, kind of like a war camp.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and war- you kind of see the structures kind of build, build up out of yeah. out of out of. I don't know. It looks like ashes, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then then as people contribute to that, then it becomes like a town. Now it like actually looks like buildings are around and stuff yeah. like that, and then it upgrades to a city, then like a metropolis. But the thing is that it's all dependent on player interaction.
1: Yeah. Yes. Towns do not it exist slowly with degrades itself too if no one interacts with that area.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm sure it does. it does. I mean, he mentioned it. Does. I'm, I'm sure it does. Uh, but the other cool thing about the nodes is though that certain dungeons are only accessible through certain nodes when yeah. they're at a certain point. Yes. Mm. So if a city gets built up, it locks down its surrounding nodes so they cannot also become cities. Yes. And when that happens, then you may actually lock out a dungeon on your server, but another server may not have that node built up. Uh And they may have a different node built up so they can access that dungeon. Interesting. So if you really want to do a certain dungeon... You may need to help support a certain no- node, or help tear it down, Interesting. so that you can get to another one. So,
0: so your allegiance might have to change based on yeah. what it is, what end you're it, trying to achieve. Because if in the you
2: game. rip, if you rip a metropolis down so that you can build a metropolis somewhere else, that has then completely changed the map.
0: That's brilliant. Yeah, that's freaking brilliant. Yeah, like that. That it just it makes it so it's not just sort of a, a straight through myopic experience, right? No. Like it's, it could go any direction.
2: Yeah, yeah. Your your guild might be like, look, we need the gear from this boss. So we need to help people try to take down the city. Yeah, so like there is. now they're like, okay, start a rebellion. We Hell need yeah. to get to do this.
1: <laughs> oh, that's great. There is one feature of the game that similar concept um, that I I actually have learned to hate yeah. as a concept, and World of Warcraft taught me to hate it.
2: World of Warcraft has taught me to hate so many things. Like there's no LFR by the way in Ashes of Creation. Yeah, no, no, there's, they said fuck that. There's a there's a finder for PvP stuff. I I think. For certain yeah. things,
1: um, for certain things, I think there should be a finder in the sense of like a uh, what's it like a global listing. I think it's like for arenas. I think it's for like for arenas. Okay. yeah, so there's, I sh- there's gonna but be arena other than combat. that.
2: Uh, m- I the think m- there
1: should be like a global listing, but it's not a push a button teleport to no, dungeon and get it done. No, it's it not. should be a I am looking for this. No, they're not doing that though. I think they should at least do that because really. it makes it easier than sitting in trade chat. Sure, that's easier, this. but I think that that's what killed it.
0: No, I- oh, that's fine. I disagree. Well, wait, what were you about to say, Adam? So. Player housing. Yeah. I fucking hate player housing.
1: I don't. See, the problem with player housing, I learned this with WoW, is player housing... WoW tried to do player housing. Not really. They did. Not like this. Not like real space. Not really. Yeah, they did.
0: Okay, well, if they did, they failed. But go on. I don't recall them ever doing housing as in real physical space. Are you going to say
1: Warlords of Draenor?
0: Yes. Yeah, I
1: don't agree. So in Warlords of Draenor, you got this area of the map that was sharded just to you. Okay. Just like what they're... Just like partially what they're doing, they're doing a bit of both. I, I, I was going to say because
0: they're doing multiple things. They're in doing Harris. a bit of both. Yeah. The, so
2: the what, only instance things are the apartments.
1: Yes. So what they're doing is, um, you have this instance area and you quested, you level. It was like kind of the node concept, but specific to you yeah. in World of Warcraft. In World of Warcraft, and you like, level that. I think
0: they said it's like half an acre or something that you get yeah, in this. Yeah. yeah. So the
1: problem is, is what would happen? What was happening is no one was interacting because everyone was staying in their right. own little area. Sure. So I don't mind player housing in the world. They so they're doing halfway. Like they, they you can buy plots of land, expensive plots of lands, and you put a house. Someone can come in your house and do stuff. That's great. Yeah. They don't want. I don't want them to do the apartment thing. To the me, ap- when you shard out and no. you instance someone away from everyone else, you are removing small. Now the fact that they don't have LFR, I think, will balance that also, out. But dude, also,
2: like apartments super small, man.
1: You don't know that yet. No one knows how big or small it's going to be. Mm. Not yet.
2: I, let's put it this way: I don't believe I don't believe they're going to completely Tardis it. Even though I realize that they are, but I mean, like <laughs> mechanically they are, but like visually, I don't think they will.
1: I'm not, I'm not. I don't care about the sizing of the instance. I care about the fact that you are in an, an instance away from everyone else. To me, that's counter the point of an MMO.
0: Well there's a, there's a lot of fun. downtime in MMOs But the though.
1: thing is though, like, like the idea is to sure. the idea is he to bring friends
2: in to show them what you've collected. Yeah,
0: that it's it's, it's there a, it's to kind of show dude, off. Uh, yeah. all, Nobody all, cares.
2: What? No, that's not true Some though. Some people do. That's not true. You don't care. I care. I love going to people's created houses. I yeah. do that shit all the time.
0: Look at look at Animal Crossing the fact that like freaking 15 million people are playing oh, and visiting each other's no, islands. the
2: the best thing about the only redeemable thing really about Wildstar Online was the player housing cuz when you go there it was like a fucking adventure. It was so much fun.
0: So I've heard that the furniture is actually going to be functional, which I think is pretty cool. Some of it it. is, not all of it. It's going to be sweet. Um,
2: But uh, yeah, so to, to let everyone know, yes, apartments will be instanced player housing. Freeholds are kind of like things that both individuals and guilds can own that are essentially
0: plots of land, but they're rewarded, right? You have to earn that.
2: Uh, well, it could be money. I don't know. what They're it is. probably yeah. more expensive than. Yeah, than they're more is. expensive. There's there are houses within cities that are. I think they can be raided,
0: too, as well.
2: Yeah, I think free, you know freeholds can be rated after successfully sacking a node city. Ah. Because the idea is the city protects the nodes, but when the city gets sacked, there's a like I think they said, like a two hour window where freeholds are now vulnerable. Ah, that's how it so like, even if you if, so as soon as people lose, everyone retreats their freeholds to try and hold them as long as they that's can. Because cool. otherwise, if you raid a freehold, you can go in there and you can't loot their finished items, but you can loot all of their materials. Yeah, yeah. so like if you know that a guild is holding on to a bunch of materials to try and make something. And you do that raid, it locks that down their vault because everything goes in the lockdown when a raid's called. Yeah, yeah, doesn't let and you take it. and... doesn't let you remove it to get out of there, right? So at that point, then now, the the people doing the assault may not even care about actually sacking the city. They may want somebody's freehold because they know See,
1: if they build a freehold like its own mini, like defended castle, like a clan castle. Yeah. I I think that's cool. So you can walk into and it's it's live. You walk into their castle yes. if you're allowed to yeah. walk in. And Lazy
0: Peon said that say if you do lose do lose like uh, freehold with structures or you a get home, a blueprint you get you a get blueprint, blueprint right yeah. That, so you just quickly rebuild yeah, it. yeah so as soon, as soon as you gain another area you can just which rebuild great great
2: yeah. great fucking feature for yes. something that could be lost the fact that all of your stuff will be saved all of your furniture will yeah. be saved. So
0: something that could take the layout. hours to set right. up yeah right <laughs> and uh and <laughs> or, i think that's really cool i'm into that because i'm yeah. like then i'm not so worried if i do lose and i have to go relocate somewhere else you it's lost fine. resources
1: not t- oh, i mean i guess in the sense you lost <laughs> time but you didn't lose the you didn't lose everything. You yeah, lost You, you, you didn't lose the, the shitty part of I'm putting a couch here in this fucking pixel. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: So I'm going to create a Ronin guild for people who are in between territories. Nice. <laughs> That's nice. what I'll do. Um, so I think we should probably talk about classes a little bit and maybe you guys I don't know it? anything about okay, this Okay, so actually.
2: classes are fun. Um classes the way that they're doing it, there are core classes. There's like fighter, cleric.
0: Oh, they're up to 8 now.
2: Yeah, can you list them actually?
0: So I do. Yeah. So basically they're, they're and they can act as primary or secondary. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. so just talk about the primary. Just you got give it. me the list. So yeah. it's bard, Cleric, Fighter, Mage, Ranger, Rogue, Summoner, and then just straight Tank they have listed.
2: So that's eight? Yep. Times eight? 64. So there's 64 classes in the game. Um. So the way that the game works is you have a primary and a secondary. So first, your primary pick that you designate for your character will be like, let's just say you wanted to go, summoner is one of them, right?
0: Uh summoner re- is one of them. Yeah. Yep. So
2: summoner is one of them. And uh so you start off summoning creatures, you're a summoner. Yay, fun. Minion class. Yay. I I'm excited I'm for that. Do, that's probably what I'm gonna do. Yeah. I love minion. And class. then so when you go out and get a secondary class to add in, so you're like multi-classing, mm-hmm. um, you can actually get the same ones. You can go summoner, summoner and get like Conjurer is the result. Conjurer, of that. right. Yeah, yeah. But if let's say you go Summoner Cleric, you become a Necromancer. Exactly. Yep. True. So like, th- and that actually does change your summons. Your summons now become undead. Yes, and you Fuck are it. a. To nec- me, that's awesome. not
1: too dissimilar. It, it's it's the same thing, but with a little extra steps. It's it, the same thing as like the Wows. But there's spec me- system. But,
2: but there's mechanical changes though. There are significant command because yeah.
1: watch the Red AMA because he talks about that. In game. WoW, the different specs have mechanical changes
2: too, right? They yes, but the, these are supposed so, to
1: be more impactful. I, I get it. So it's that same system, yes, just a, designed a little bit different. And there's more of it. And there's more of well, yeah. how many classes are there in WoW now?
2: And then times there's and then three times for three. each. Well, class. there's
1: some that have four, Druid. Only and then there's some that have two.
2: Fair demon hunter, demon yeah. hunter.
1: So go with an average of three because it's druids have four. Do you uh, two two else three.
2: Else has three. How many I think there's eight or nine in WoW. So it's about the same
0: as WoW. Really, the, ultimately, some of these, no, these sounds really awesome it's eight,
2: now. It's eight, eight times three. That's all.
0: So let's do. So let's go over what some of them. So if you're fighter primary and you're also summoner for your secondary, you're called a blade caller. Yes. And if you're a fighter with a tank, you're called Dreadnought. Uh, yes, this is blade. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, like, look, oh, yeah, what, what's, it, what's
2: the what's the one? It's a fighter and cleric. What does that become?
0: So fighter mixed with cleric is high sword. High sword. <laughs> oh, yeah, buddy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm fighting for the light, man. <laughs> what's your religion? I don't know. I don't want to fight. Can we just, like, chill? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm more of a chill sword. <laughs>
0: What if what if I just borrow the loot?
2: <laughs> uh but no, like if you want like a like a paladin type that looks like it's probably good. And then also there's the Templar, which I think is the inverse of that. If you start as a cleric and then you go fighter.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Cleric, cleric plus fighter, yeah. And then uh, there's some interesting ones in here. So yeah, some I and cool ones. I like the pure classes too. So if you really are like really into you know, like Ranger is an example. Man. If you do Ranger cost with Ranger, you get a Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> so So if you want to be sweet. an Avenger. Yeah, if you do Rogue and Bard, you get a Charlatan. <laughs>
2: That's yeah, so that's, that's cool. so that's probably what I'm gonna be. So That's probably what I'm gonna be. It's amazing. Has
1: eleven classes.
2: Yeah. Okay. So thirty-six total. Okay. So less. Just saying.
1: <laughs> I'm just
2: being. I'm being a well, shithead. What, what, so what's how eight times it? eight? Yeah. Oh man. Anyway, oh, that's quite. I'm, a bit I'm, I'm just being a shithead. No, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, more
1: options are, more options are a good thing up to a point when, the options are just so many that they can't give enough focus to those options. That they just stop being important, or uh, they're not balanced, or they suck, or are fun. I
2: don't think that the idea is that they're trying to be accurately balanced between every class. I think the idea is that they're trying to get a feel of balance for the majority of the game, and then yeah. tweak as they go. Which I think is all you can really do for an. Which is
1: the only problem is if, like because you have so many classes, you can't focus. You don't sure. have enough time to like this one class just sucks because. The, there's
2: ah. there's going to there's going to be a couple classes that are going to fall into shadow but eventually they'll be like okay nobody's playing this class we got to patch it and Pretty then fair. even wow has that and they've clearly less classes exactly so it's well going think to happen we'll think about like even just feral druid right has a roller coaster of it's good it's shit it's good it's shit it's good <laughs> it's shit. like that's oh my god I'm gonna blow my brains out when I'm playing my fucking feral druid half the time
0: so now this is obviously going to be something that you have to observe if you're trying to put together a guild or or a party right is is exactly who you have and what the mix looks like similar to any mmo right because you want to have your healers you want to have your tanks you it, is a have your, it is, yeah. it is so a trinity game so now now here's here's the interesting thing though uh if you're trying to do this and also maintain like an area or a territory uh, everyone also has a job in the game and unlike experience. unlike something like say runescape or something on those lines where you can master many different types of jobs if you, if you just do them enough in this game you can only master one ever
1: And uh, Uh, you get one mastery, and the other ones you can level up as well, but not to the mastery level. Not to the mastery level. And
0: you need mastery level artisans, though, and and (laughs) and people who hold these jobs to be able to complete certain tasks.
1: So
2: here's the fun thing. There's actually, to my understanding of the mechanic, there is one crafting class, the artisan. And it branches out into those subclasses. Mm. So the idea is that everyone can level artisan, but you can't go down those branches... Unless you specialize,
0: right? Okay, so
2: you get one specialization. There are three types of crafters. Wait, wait, wait.
1: so artisan is a class? No, 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 it's, no it's not like a...
2: not like a primary class. Oh. It is its own thing. Got it. So like there is a okay. Best way to describe this to you: engineer in World of Warcraft yeah, yeah.
1: branches into goblin or gnome. Yeah. Same with uh, blacksmithing goes into weapons armor. Right. And...
2: Same thing for this game. Yep just imagine that it's a bigger tree all coming from one trunk. Yep. That makes sense. Um so That's reasonable. Yeah, and the so everything that's no, to
1: me that's no different than picking your tree no. because it's just one extra it's yeah, whatever.
2: Yeah, it's the same thing with more steps. Yeah.
1: But um so the idea isn't that more complicated than it is. It's not.
2: Like, it's it, it's not complicated. It's just a slightly different design. Yeah. Um the cool thing about it is that there's three types of professions there are gathering professions what is your profession so like fishing yeah. mining lumberjack yada 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 is there a potter profession there there is is there I a Spartan profession there. i don't know uh uh-huh. um the <laughs> sexy uh, lumberjack other one, so the other one <laughs> is uh processing yep so like smelting stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah. and then and then there's crafters yeah uh, and the crafters are the ones who do with the end products yeah, that's really no different than WoW. But here's the best part about the, this system: is that it's getting love, and in this, in the sense of, if you go in down a boss to go get, let's say, Thunder Fury, we'll use it as an example. Sure, why not? Um, so you're going to go get Thunder Fury. Uh, has a low chance of dropping. What has a higher chance of dropping though are fragments of Thunder
1: Fury. Okay. Uh... So the idea
2: here is that you can actually make Thunder Fury, which I realize is kind of. shitty analogy now, because you you have to. Doesn't drop. drop. (laughs) Um, But the idea is, I imagine it did, is that you can also build the effectively mirror item via a craft. Okay. So that the idea is that crafting can pump out the same gear that you would get in a drop. But, the way that it works is that you get fragments often when you go to do that boss fight. And so if you do that boss fight enough times, you may not get the drop, but you will get the materials you need to
1: craft it. So like, the and investment you'll spend of, more money. Mu- you're the investment of resources from a different area of the game. It's going to take the same amount of time, statistically speaking, because drops are a little bit more random. It'll statistically speaking take the same amount of time to craft it as it will to wait for it to drop. Is what you're saying?
2: I think the idea is that that's kind of what the plan is. Yeah. But the other, I, I
0: think they're just trying to reward having uh, a, a, rob- a robust amount of crafters around. Yeah. You.
2: Yeah. And the idea is that you know is that at the end of the day. A crafter can still make legendary items, so that's not they're not useless. They're there for mm-hmm. a reason, and a lot of this stuff decays in the game. A lot of the stuff decays. Tools decay in the game, stuff like that.
1: So all those professions remain relevant. Mm-hmm. You know what it's I really so cool. liked uh, a mechanic that I don't know if they ever really did it to good effect in Elder Scrolls, but something that I they touted and when Elder Scrolls the the MMO came, yeah. originally came out was a crafting feature where if you wanted to craft, you know, say Thunder Fury, yeah. You would require X amount of materials, all the materials. Yeah, you'd have to be a crafter of a certain level. Sure, and then you'd have to go to a very specific crafting altar, maybe in the world. Yeah, they may do that. Too. And so the idea is, if you went there, you'd have to sit there and craft it. You'd be sitting there hammering it, you know, spending X amount of time. And what's happening is, in order to accomplish it, uh, basically NPCs would fuck you up. So you need to bring people. To so you need you. to bring people to defend you as well. Yeah. And that's I k- cool. I kind of liked that concept of, yeah, the crafter is useful, but you so, also need, you know, you need each other.
2: Really quick, uh, just because I know that we're going to start running out of time here soon, I'm going to quickly just run through a couple things that Sprint, mm-hmm. if you're fine with it. Uh, so, some of the neat things about the game, uh, it is a tab, target, and action hybrid game.
1: Yeah, I don't, I'm not quite sure how that's going to feel, but we'll...
2: Uh, yeah, we're, we, oh. have to wait to, we have to wait and see. Okay. Um, but the, so like, you might see a game like Terror is like an action game, right? And, uh, and a tab targeting game is like, wow, which is a hybrid. So at any point, though, you can change up the hot bar so that you have up to, I think it's 75% of one or the other. Or maybe 80% of one or the other. But you can never have fully 100% yeah, like that tab targeting concept. or 100% uh, auto attack. I don't like that concept. I was skeptical. But the way that they've talked about how it's being designed, I think that it is not as bad as I think. Because I love tab targeting. Tab targeting is, I think, superior it's, to it's action a, combat. It's a luck stat.
0: It, no, I, I no. just don't like the idea. that... I mean, it, it's that's the equivalent. You like regular I, RPGs.
1: The only thing I don't like about it is that they're saying you have to have this percentage of this and this percentage of that. You know what? If you just kind of balance it, you can let them do whatever they want and have fun with it. I think that I think that's the over right. The, answer.
2: I think over the lifetime of the game, I think they will go that way. Yeah. But I, I'm interested to see too. Yeah. But um, and they may not. They may not. They may stick to their guns on that, and that's fine. But uh, I also don't think it's going to be as big of an issue because I think at the end of the day, uh, there is a good thirty to forty percent of my abilities that I usually don't use in most MMOs. Correct. So I mean, I'll be like, okay, those abilities are are my action ones, and everything else is tap targeting. So look (laughs) at that; that's the only (laughs) thing on my bar. (laughs) (laughs) So like,
1: I mean, like, do I really care? I don't think so. At the end of the day, I don't. I really don't think it's going to be a problem. I think WoW's going in the direction of hybrid. If you play a demon hunter, you know that.
2: Yeah, I think that they're they're trying to. They're, but I mean, they're, they're slowly they're, going in that direction.
1: I think that their engine can only support so
2: much change. They've they've I know they've been upgrading it. They, their engine's basically obviously not the same engine. No, as I know, it was I know, I know it's not. I think they're getting there slowly. Yeah, sure, and 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 I don't think if that... you
1: want an example of that playing a demon hunter in WoW is sure I would call a hybrid. Uh, closer yeah, closer to the, it's closer to the target well, inside. Mean,
2: even the monk uh, brewmaster does yeah, that too. Brewmaster, so. yeah.
1: but anyway, yeah, I, I think it'll be interesting. I just don't like the fact that they're straight up going this much percentage, you have to do it this way. It's like, ah, oh,
2: fuck. Yeah, but at the same, like I said, at the same time, I don't think it's a big deal, but yeah. we'll wait and see. Well, ultimately, it's, we're going to wait and see. Yes. Sweet. Uh, so continue, sorry. Um, yeah. The other big thing that I love is 80% of dungeons are not instanced.
0: Interesting. Ooh, yeah. That's a change-up. Uh,
2: not really. Not There's a lot of games that actually don't have instanced dungeons. A lot of people don't realize that. But the reason why this is fun is... Is because now you may have a guild who's like, we're going to do this run. Okay, we're going to try and be the first people to do this run when it comes out. And there's a whole nother guild that goes, so that guild has hired us. We're going to defend them while they try and do this instance. And then you know that there's other guilds that are like, we're going to try and beat that instance first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah. So like now is gone from a simple, oh yeah, we were instance and we completed this run. So fuck all you guys. You could do nothing about it. Now it's, okay, they're going to go do that run. They're trying to go
1: for world first. Let's fuck them up. The problem with that is there's going to be people like me who don't play MMOs on a day-to-day, all-the-time basis, and I just won't be able to get to do certain things then.
2: But that is part of the game. They've they've said that from the beginning. I think Um, what they
1: should do is have, if you turn on the instance, your loot just isn't that great.
2: That's fair. That might be a good workaround.
1: You know, so you get, yeah. still get to experience you, the Email year. them. Let them know on Reddit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, really. Uh, that, sounds,
2: that sounds ridiculous, but to be honest, there's been a lot of instances where they just all of a sudden
1: will respond to people. Yeah, it's just not valuable at some point. Like, Yeah, your gear sure. Just and, won't uh, be like I said,
2: enough. I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but I think this is honestly the stage to vocalize that. Yeah. Um. Because as ridiculous as you may think, like, there's no way that I'm going to post this on Reddit. It's going to go anywhere. It probably won't. Yeah, I was just scrolling through the AMA. People, he
0: seemed pretty amenable to answering any question people tossed out. So. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, I mean, I'd say go for it. Um, I think that there's a lot more positive than negative that comes from it, though. Um, because I think that that ultimately... even think it's a gray area. I think, it's, somebody, a I think you, it's a balance. Sure, yeah. But, I mean, like at the end of the day, what are the most memorable moments? EVE Online, when there's a big war over yeah. some ridiculous resource that maybe isn't even worth that much, and there's like how many millions of dollars of time and, and damage. Mm-hmm. Things like that
1: will, will really give the they're memorable moons but remember they're not memorable to most of the player base but the players who were involved there. for for the very p- small that's the problem for the very small minute ultimately in the grand scheme of the population of eve the people who were involved in that yes is like less than 1%. That's not true.
2: It's more than that. I can tell you it's more than that. Okay. But
1: it, but it is it is a
2: fractional very, amount
1: very yes. very very small. Um, so you're going to have a very very small amount of people who will have a good time. Or at least if it's less than 50%, you didn't do your job, you designed it wrong. On every server. On every server.
2: But what what I'm saying, though, is that the potential for those stories to make memories like that is unparalleled. Agreed. Um, Anything else to talk about? There's lots of stuff. There's so much stuff. I can only just say read into it. Watch videos. If you're looking for good videos, Lazy Peon, start there. Uh, Asmongold has a couple of good videos where he was even, like, talking about the game and then literally Stephen called him up. And he's like, hey, uh, I can just talk to you after you guys watch that video.
1: <laughs> yeah, my only problem is I hate Asmongold. That's fine. He's if you fan. don't like
2: Asmongold, that's fine. But I, mean, I did like, watch
1: his videos, but I hate him.
2: I, I, I don't, personally. But either way, it was it's a fun place to go and listen to it. Because see what you will about Gold. He knows MMOs, so he asks the right questions. It's true. It's true. So um that was good but i mean over overall i mean i can go on and on and on so i think we should probably show go to playing and watching otherwise
0: yep all right let's move along to playing and watching and in fact i was just looking up to see when we covered the first season of umbrella academy it would have been some time ago presumably early last year but i'm having trouble finding it i was gonna
2: say alex we may want to push it to next episode because it's already 7 30
0: Oh, that's true, that's and true. And you haven't finished it yet. And, uh, and he, all we were going to do today is, and we can still talk about it just real quick, just sure. as part of yeah, my playing yeah, yeah. and watching, uh, because I don't have anything else to talk about for that. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I'm, I'm four episodes in, so I'm halfway through the, 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 the newest season, season two, and and I quite like it. I think it's a great show so far, and I think it's really building on season one in, in ways that are responsible, but also careful, and, uh, and, and sort of, you know, they're... They're not necessarily closing all the doors from season one. They're opening
1: more. I, I think and... it's a vast improvement.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's and... a
1: vast improvement. I don't know if I agree with the. It's building onto it. I feel like it's just season one, but better.
2: Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's funny because I was like, uh, I was like, oh great, it's a here we go again story. But they, but they really did change it up. Yeah, they showed that you can have the same premise and a very different story. Yeah, and, it, and I think that they did a phenomenal job of that.
0: Boy, I cannot find it, where we talked about. <laughs> The first season. Like I I know we did. Oh, I we know, know we, we did. did. Yeah. We did. And uh anyway, I, I'm digging it so far. The performances are awesome. I'm really impressed again with like Ellen Page coming in and putting up her performance. And then even uh and I'm trying to think of what is uh Luther Hartrigs, yeah. which is the big ape looking yeah, guy. Yeah, so he's the best. Tom I'm Hopper, like and the character is so ridiculous. Like just yeah. in, in his giant suit, this giant suit. I just suit, love that dude. he's
1: this huge guy who's not impenetrable, but he's a tough guy on the outside. But he's just a fucking sensitive yeah 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 he gets pushed around by people he's a teddy bear yeah Yeah,
0: he gets pushed around by people he cares about all the time right which is which is interesting but yeah tom hopper really puts up a freaking amazing performance yeah in this crazy bodysuit, I'm just blown away by it. Like just yeah. the way he's able to kind of carry on like that. Uh, other great performances: Robert Sheehan, so he plays Klaus, oh, uh, Klaus, who is awesome. a favorite from the first one. And, yeah. and this guy, I loved him since I saw him in the British Misfits show. Yes, uh, oh my brilliant, god, yeah, brilliant, brilliant, yeah, yes, he was awesome. brilliant, freaking actor, and uh, and and he deserves a lot like of credit for this. Uh, and the kid, the younger kid, uh, uh, his name is Aiden Gallagher in real he's life, amazing. but he plays number five, who is actually mm-hmm. not supposed to be a kid character. In the show, this guy's only sixteen years old. By the way, he's probably fifteen when they film this. He's playing like a sixty-year-old, sixty-five-year-old man. I love it. Trapped in the body of a child.
2: And to be <laughs> honest, I, to be honest, if you told me like, yeah, that's legit, the brain of a sixty-five-year-old man,
1: I'd be like, yep.
0: Yeah, the actor does such a good job. He yeah. plays it. Pristinely. He's so
1: good. He's so He's just like, pissed off at the world. His yeah, expressions yeah. though are, are like the expressions not that
2: you get from a kid, but the expressions from somebody who's like, I know more than you. Shut up, you idiot, stop talking. <laughs> and,
0: and and for the sake of continuity, other characters refer to him as like old man and old guy and like yeah. it's just it's so funny. Like yeah, just the yeah. the way the the way it's so tongue-in-cheek. But one thing I could say about the show just in, in brief and we'll dig way in next episode, uh, in in, in episode one hundred mm-hmm. is that yeah, yeah, woo. Is that um Man, it starts off on, on such a high note, and I was so impressed by the production quality of that initial sequence when they're fighting the Russians. Oh, the yeah. fully realized, powered-up team is fighting the Russians in this in this instance, in this parallel timeline that they're sort of showcasing. And uh, it, it 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 was crazy good. It looked like a scene from Avengers or something. Like, it was kind of swooping between yep. the heroes yeah, and showing them with their full powers.
2: It was yeah. so cool.
0: and uh, really And cool. I'm just so impressed that it's gotten to this point with even, like, TV or Netflix production. You know what I mean? Because I'm thinking back to, like, you know, first season of Daredevil, which was a great show, you know what I mean? But everything was so practical. They didn't have the budgeting back then to do something like this. And now they do. And it's fucking awesome. Like, they did a really good job with it. So I'm, I'm looking forward to having a deeper discussion about it next episode. But, yeah, from what I can say so far, the preview is it's a great show. If you haven't seen season one, go and watch it. Then watch season two. It's all up already. And uh, and it, it's kind of filling the void for me until the boys season two. So which I'm <laughs> the boys super excited two. about. That's be good. So oh, that's my other plan of watching is I rewatched season one of the boys with Amanda. <laughs> yeah, I
2: love yeah. the boys. I'm such a degenerate. So
0: good. I wasn't. So I was good.
1: watching the trailer and it was. I like, have not even watched the trailer yet. I watched the trailer and it was all fine and dandy. It all seemed pretty cool and all that. Interesting. Looks bloody but awesome, man. The part that really was like this, I'm gonna love this. They still got it. Was the scene where they're like shut up and blast my titties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh Shut up and God. I beat my yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: dude, honestly, I, I'm just I, I cannot wait for this show. I love that they're showing there's one scene where it's like maybe it's like Homelander walking around with a with a head. Like I'm just like, dude, this this season this is gonna be fucking crazy. Be like I can't wait. I can't wait.
2: The fa- the what they've done with that show is awesome. Yeah. I mean, if you are not if you do not like some degeneracy, do not watch it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you're it, weak is, in it stomach, is a spice yeah, that yeah. they use liberally, <laughs> um, and uh, and it, it turns a lot of the uh, the superhero character tropes on their head, but in such a way that is. Very believable in today's modern age. Yeah. Totally.
0: Yeah, it, even in the first season with the intro- introduction of Homelander, and he's obviously like a Superman slash Captain America kind of guy all yeah. in one. It's still and, ridiculous. Uh, yeah.
2: Oh, it's 100% ridiculous.
0: So in, in the but performances- like, like
2: Aquaman is like sexual assault case right. leveraged against him right. and stuff like that. There's so many good things- that are tied into that show. Yeah. It's very current day. It's it's got this like, sort of
0: like sexual assault is one theme that's touched on. Drug use is another one. Yeah. Uh, that, that becomes a major theme throughout the episode or throughout the first season. And then, uh, the acting in it is, is, is phenomenal too. I, I particularly like Carl Urban as Billy Butcher. The head, awesome. the boy, who's yeah. fucking great, and and using his his Scottish accent, his yeah. actual Scottish accent, and then uh, Anthony Starr, who I wasn't familiar with before this, but he plays Homelander, and uh, probably I, I'm not going to say anything about Homelander. I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but but he, he's he's a great version of what. That character is. Yes. So, one of the best I think I've seen in a TV show. So, I'm, I'm quite. The best ecstatic. Superman analog. Yeah, yeah. Best Superman analog, anyway. So, anyway. Superman
2: was the second
0: People should go and watch <laughs> yeah. this. If, if you haven't seen it yet, yeah, go and watch The Boys. On it and, yeah, and, yeah, that yeah. was background episode 41, 42, I think. So, if you want to go back and take a look at that, you can. Uh, Simon Pegg should. even does a little bit of a cameo in the first
1: season. He was so. originally going to be play. He was originally. So, the character um i forget the main character I, I call him the main character but really come on yeah the kid yeah yeah, apparently when they drew huey in the comics yeah he drew him based on simon pegg oh no kidding which is why simon pegg got the position for the father that's because great. by the time yeah. they started to make the movie simon pegg was older and that's great available yeah. for huey
0: anyway yeah you gotta check it out if you haven't yet So, really good show but anyway that's that's kind of my playing and watching so i was gone camping so all i've done is play orna i did hit tier 10 Nice. Which I am glad Ooh. to announce now. So I've joined the top tier of players in Orna, finally. Congrats. And uh, now I just kind of kinda grind out until level 250 and then so I'll be top dog.
1: I went camping as well. Yeah. Except I did the exact opposite of what you did.
0: So live like a personal hellscape for like seven days, trying to take care of a 21-month-old yep. in the wilderness.
1: <laughs> so I watched the first season of Impulse.
0: Oh, you watched a bunch of shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the first season of Impulse, which oh. is a YouTube original based um in the jumper movie um oh interesting universe, so oh. jumper Christian Haysen, he could teleport places, yeah, terrible fucking movie i didn't I didn't think it was the worst eh, no, it wasn't the worst, <laughs> but it wasn't great, it also wasn't not his fault, yeah, uh, yeah not his fault.
2: It I really like to push more.
1: Yeah, push was way better. Yeah you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. This is not in the same universe. at all That think. had
2: um, Captain America in it, right? Push yeah, yep,
1: yeah, it did. Yeah. I don't think it's classified as the same universe, but this is this is it's a very good show. Um, in if I can remember correctly, it's the end of the first episode. There's basically sexual assault on the main character, and it shapes her for the first season. Huh? Like it mentally affects because it's also the first time she jumps. Oh, nice. And it causes everything that happens afterwards, and, and it's. Such a pervading topic, and they I think they handle it very well. That at the end, you know, they handle it well because at the end of every episode, there's an ad for uh, I think it's pronounced Rainin, which is uh, a sexual assault hotline. Oh, cool! They're that's like, cool. Hey, if you've ever had this, contact these people. This is hmm. a serious topic. There was another oh, show
2: that did that, it was just for an episode, but yeah, uh, this is for basically the entire series. I'm thinking it was must have been Fleabag. I think that that's sounds that about right. Yeah, did
1: you watch that? No, I, I watched a few episodes and went, This isn't for me. Oh, fair enough. Um, so I watched all that. I've watched a shit ton of She-Ra. There's five seasons out, so I'm not going to Shit?
0: Seriously? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it ran that far.
1: No, me neither. Uh, great show. Um, I think it's a bit basic, but um, it it is a great show. I, I have a... I, uh, I, I, I hate that I when I say this, because it does... It sounds sexist to a degree, but I think most women I know don't agree with me. Or do agree with me. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of shows out there that are out there, and their message is woman power, and that's it. They just have that message. They don't know how to oh, actually show it. they're hollow. Well, that, was, hollow. Like, that was like Cap- that
0: was like Captain Marvel, right? Yeah, so Captain that, Marvel, he yeah, yeah, was yeah. a great example of that. This
1: show, I don't feel women power, but I feel girl power. It's it's one of those things where they're not sitting there going like, the message is girl power, right? The message is girl power. You should vote go about girl power. Girl power, girl power. It's like, no, they show girl power. Uh, and that's great. I
2: don't think that anybody has done that as good as Harley Quinn. Yeah. The show. <laughs> I think. Harley Quinn
0: yeah, is great. Yeah. Have you, have you seen it yet? Alex? Nope, nope, nope. On the, oh, on the, dude, Umbrella Academy, come on.
2: Yeah, yeah. Harley
1: Quinn's, though, better. So. I know, I gotta so see it. <laughs> she, she great. Um, honestly, I want to show it to my two nieces because to me, it is a great show for little girls. Cool. And yet, I love it, and I don't feel like I'm a barony of any sort. Like, it's, it's interesting,
0: yeah, because of... She Ra, and He Man kind of had their first big run back in like the the late eighties, man. Yeah. like that was that was like my wheelhouse. I was all into He Man and She Ra back in the day, yeah. dude. Like that was it was it was well, amazing. The
1: producer, of this is Kevin Smith. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Oh my he God. This back. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. so cool. So great show. I love it. If you have nieces or little girls, I highly suggest it eventually <laughs> when yeah, they yeah. Can understand shows. Guarantee Alex. Kevin
2: Smith is going to back shit until he dies for kids.
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, I'll, sure. I'll go well, ahead and move cause,
0: Nora cause, straight from straight from Blues Clues onto onto She-Ra. There you go. So she'll be all about because it because
2: now he's got his own nieces, right? And that's think yeah. like what was the big pushing force for him to do this, wasn't it? I. a daughter. If that's true, but. Yeah, go back and watch stuff when she was first starting to air. He's, he was talking about it. Yeah? It was, okay. it was really neat stuff. That makes sense. Uh, See, I, I, sorry, I could be mixing him up with, like, other people who've done similar shit. But, uh, I mean, I'm absolute huge fan of Kevin Smith. So I was definitely say go back and take a look.
1: I completely agree with you. I haven't tracked that. So you, there might be a, a pattern there that I haven't figured out. He's lost so much weight. Like, yeah. he had to. He almost died. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that, I watched Umbrella Academy, obviously, all the way through. Yeah, I've been watching a documentary on World War One cool. from Amazon Prime. I'm watching. I watched Man of Steel again. That was a terrible choice. <laughs> um, Damn, dude. Vermintide, yeah. Vermintide two, to be yep. specific. A bunch of my friends bought it. couple into with it. you. Who's on sale on Steam? And a yeah. bunch of my my friends. When everything else was on sale. When on everything Steam? else was on sale, a <laughs> bunch of my friends bought it for like basically eight bucks. Yeah. And they went. Everyone want to play Vermintide because we all have it. Sure. So you've been involved in a few games. Yep. It's just been everyone, the gangs, just all re returned. And- I, I loved it because I I played with you guys the first
2: night that everyone was kind of getting together to play, and I was like I had a a higher level character than most people. Yes. So next time I played with everyone, everyone was higher level than me, but they had also <laughs> this was the best part. I go I'm like I'm gonna play the witch hunter because I've never played him in the second one right. So yeah. he was like level one for me, and they're like oh so we should probably play on recruit then. And they're treating me like I am yeah. like, new to the game. And I'm like, I'm like, guys, started on Veteran. It's fine. Because I knew that they were playing on Veteran. And we start playing... Everybody else but me went down. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Rob is legitimately a better player than all of my friends, I can tell, and it's well, hilarious. I, I don't
2: even get to grandstand like they're all good players in their yeah. own right. But like it was just the the
1: circumstance I thought was it's because you fucking spent so many funny. hours in Vermintide one that translates yeah. really well to Vermintide. That's 2. freaking funny. Sure, that's freaking funny. Yeah, and I mean it's just
2: like it's just like it's a it's a game type that I'm I'm well versed in. Yeah, like you have to remember that I am a gamer at the end of the day. I have been gaming true. since gaming was really a thing. True. Since multiplayer started, I've been playing games. Yeah. Since before then, pretty much. So, like, when this kind of game comes out, I'm like, let's do it. Because I've, <laughs> I've played Left 4 Dead. I've played all the other Horde games. I'm like, yeah, let's let's do this game. And then they're like, so this is what we're doing. Are you sure you can handle this level one? We well, can fucking start the game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it was
2: funny. But it's fun. Those guys are a joy to play with. I love playing with them. They're, they're all good guys. Yeah. So
1: yeah, uh, we did that. Got back into Total Warhammer again. Yep. Uh, making it further this time now. Woo, um, Yeah. And cool. I think that is everything. And then, oh, you know, I, I read the first book of Horus Heresy. There you
2: go. <laughs> Uh a good series. A better series, I would argue, is uh Gaunt's Ghost. I that I've I read those same before.
1: Same writer, same writer. I've read those before. Yeah, oh you have? Yeah, while well, while well, ago, I've read oh, Eisenhorn, okay. which is my favorite of all time. Not Gont's Ghost, but okay. Not Gont's Ghost. <laughs> I've read Ravenor, which is all the same writer. Yeah and I've read Gont's Ghost series.
2: Yeah. Eisenhor- Eisenhorn Isenhorn probably awesome series.
1: Yeah, is my favorite. So I I'm a huge Abnett full fan? dick in on the Dan Abnett train. Yeah, yeah. Um I just never done the Horse Heresy. Yeah, so it's good. I enjoy. went on.
2: Enjoy, horse. it's fucking expansive now. Yeah, because it's not just him anymore writing. It's so many people writing in the Horace Heresy uh,
1: era. It's more of an era at this point. Uh, well, this is specifically the one series, the three book series it, that he that did. he did. Yeah, yeah, and and enjoy it. Enjoy and yeah, it. it's great. Yeah. So that is, I think. That's the oh. uh, Mario, I think I mentioned that. Yeah, you did. I I think we're good. I think that's it. That's it. That's That's it. it. That is it. I had quite. I actually had quite a week. Yeah, actually, it's two weeks at this point. But I had quite. Right. Yeah. Yeah,
2: That was good. Uh, Most of my stuff for me, uh, playing Bandalord again. Yeah, uh, that's that's why you asked. Mountain Blade. Yeah, of course, that's why I asked. Um, I'm getting more and more uh, anxious about the new games that I'm waiting for. It's like I want an update. Cut so I so rebellion, get your off your ass and need an update on Evil Genius. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want more s- cyberpunk stuff. Not to not new stuff, but just them talking about it. I don't yeah. want to see I'm, footage. I'm, just I'm gonna play now it. For I'm gonna play game. it. I just want you guys to talk about the game. You just want to see more want, about it. I, no, I just want to hear facts about the game. Okay. Just like random shit like when we're in development, we want this decision because we found this. Those are the things I want to hear about. I don't wanna be like, here's a bunch of new footage. I'm like, I don't want it. I already know the game's gonna be good there. That's fine. You've shown me enough. <laughs> I want to just know what the the facts. Um, obviously, I've been doing a huge deep dive on Ashes of Creation. Um, I've also been playing. So one game I will talk about really quick: Armello. And yes, you, I was going to talk about yep, this a bit. Go for it. Um, so Armello is a digital board game that everyone I think should buy. <laughs>
0: it's R- a, can it's, you spell it, R-M-L-O? Armello? Armello, A R
2: M E L L O. Okay, gotcha. Um, it it's on the Switch. It's on your phones. It's on your PC. Hmm. Um, because it' can, on a plane because it can it can run on anything because it's not I'm a very sick advanced game of these
1: motherfucking <laughs> <I'm> a motherfucking <laughs> plane
2: whole it's, purp- it's exactly the line so the whole purpose of the game is that the king who rule who has united all the clans in the land has become sick with the rod okay the rod's like kind of like a nebulous corruption yeah, right? yeah. and so the way that the game works is that as a member of one of these clans you play with three other people so four player map and the whole purpose of the game is either to cure the king, using uh, doing on, going on a sever- series of quests to go get uh, spirit stones to heal the king. Yeah. To kill the king and become the king.
0: Okay. Cool.
2: I like this. Or to have the most prestige by the end of the game, when the king dies. Okay. Those are the three ways you can kind of win the game. Um. And the whole, the whole game is, uh, has a, has a built-in timer where every morning, so there's, days are split into two turns, and every morning, when a turn starts, the king takes damage. Okay. King has, like, 10 HP, he loses an HP every round. Yeah. And, so that's what, that's the, that's the timer that works in the game. It's not really a timer, it's just the king is slowly dying. Yep. Um and your whole job is to find a way to effectively either become the king or cure the king and thus become the most renowned in the, in the world. And fucking over the other players so that they can't do that first.
0: <laughs> I like where this is going.
2: And so the whole thing about the game is every character you can pick, they're all like animals. So like the king is like a lion. Okay. There's like the bunny clan. There's the dragon clan, which are like turtles and lizards and stuff like that. So a bunch of like just animals. And uh, every character has a unique ability. <laughs> That will change how they play the game. So, like one, Twist is a squirrel. It's kind of like a Robin Hood complex character. Okay. Whenever somebody attacks Twist, they go into what's known as an evasion mode, where all of their attack dice become defensive dice so they can get away. Interesting. And if Twist gets away without you killing them, they will steal a card from you. Oh. Another character uh, known as Hargrave, he's a um, bunny. He's got like a cannon on a stick. And whenever he ends his turn on a plains or a mountain, if anyone moves into his, like, next to him, into any of the hexes near him, he shoots them for one HP. Oh, nice. So, like, every character's got some kind of weird, unique mechanic. And the whole thing is that you just need a plan on how to become the most powerful by the end of the game.
1: That's cool. And it's just fun. One thing that I, I failed to ask earlier. So, you mentioned that the, the king has slowly degrading health. Yes. HP. And there's people who their job is if they assassinate the king, they be they win the game. Yes. If an assassin goes to fight the king, yes. the king's got I don't know how much health the king has. Like well, what's a, what's a number that... three? Let's just say three. he's got three remaining health. Okay, he's got three period. remaining health, and you attack him, and you only take away two. Yeah. Does he left? Is the king left with one health, and therefore yep. there's one round left? Yep. Okay. Yep. And the king will just kick you out of the castle. Yeah, so so the, the assassins can effectively speed up the game.
2: Yeah, they can. Um, so, And also, that's another thing, too, is if you go into the castle, your turn ends before you can attack the king. Now, there's a card that can let you act again that's different. That's a whole other strategy. Figure that one out on your own. But the thing is that at the end of the day, this is a game to play with three other friends, and you're going to have a fucking amazing time That sounds time really cool. Because it's, yeah. it's, it's got a little bit of complexity, but the thing is that you don't see the complexity and you don't feel the complexity because the game has very neatly tied all of its mechanics together. I'll, ch- I'll
0: check it out on Switch. Definitely check it out. Is it, it
2: interplay? So if someone... Crossplay? I don't know. Actually, I would be interested to know. I assume it is.
1: I don't see why it couldn't be. There are certain yeah. games that you just can't do crossplay because one has an advantage over another. And this game you can play on It's your phone. a board game. Who cares?
2: Yeah, it's a digital board game. And uh, to be honest with you, uh, it is some of the most fun I've had cool. in a long time. Uh, with friends so
0: yeah excellent cool so is uh, anything else playing and watching wise
2: oh uh, actually there was one other thing I was going to say Beat Saber has a uh, so this is not official there's a (laughs) there's a thing called Beat Sage it's a a, a machine learning algorithm that allows you to take songs or tracks of YouTube and make them into beat maps for Beat Saber
0: (laughs) oh it's an automatic beater yeah okay sweet sweet (laughs) That's yeah, awesome. It's like an auto filator Yeah, yeah. I would. T- yeah. <laughs> I think that's a highly accurate description.
2: Rona Geek Official Podcast, thanks for listening, bye! Oh,
0: <laughs> <man>. <laughs> so that, and that's where things fall apart. So I guess that is it for episode 99 of Rona Geek Official Podcast. Congrats if you've made it all the way through. I know you're just really waiting on episode 100, which is coming next week, and uh, we can't wait to present it to you and, and go over some of our favorite moments in, in Rona Geek history. It's going to be so much fun taking a look back in in, in recent history and kind of going over those. And uh, And we want you along for that part of the journey as well. And uh, so a couple plugs here. So we should uh, we should talk about we, we don't mention it enough and we should keep talking about it. I do have a, a splash at the beginning of each episode now and also an ad from our, our local network of creators. Uh, what is that? What is that face you're making? We're off, my bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, it, I was very concerned for you. Anyway, we are part of the fourth hand podcast network. A lot of great creators on there. And uh, particularly if you're into the paranormal, uh, or strange or, or, or scary type stuff. I, I think it's a great place there and, and a lot of great podcasts that we have on there as well. I know recently we did the Inhuman Experience crossover with with Bobby Blades from Inhuman Experience, who's also been playing Ghost of Tsushima. So that was 98.1 mm. and we did that episode. It was a blast. And uh, we'll be doing more crossovers as, as we head into the future. But yeah, it's a great network of creators. Make sure to check it out. And in fact, Mad Scientist podcast got a shout out on last podcast on the left. Ooh. So, which was pretty incredible that someone from our little network got got a shout out on one of the biggest podcasts in the world. So it was yes. pretty awesome. awesome. And uh so congrats to them. So it's just it's a great network to be part of. If you haven't heard any of these podcasts that I'm mentioning, make sure to check them out. So you're missing out if you're not into it. Also we are on Patreon. We don't usually talk about Patreon in any sincere sort of capacity, but look, we are creators. We would love to be back to some some way, shape or form. Uh, I know times are tough during COVID, but yeah if you if you enjoy the podcast and you, and you want to give to help support the podcast because it does cost money to do it and we we never really make money. I don't think we'll ever make money. We lose money. We Yeah, of yeah. Money. We're, we're losing money. It'd be great to lose less. So that would be, <laughs> it that would be, be an ideal lose. scenario. Lose so less. if you want to hit up our Patreon, that'd be great. Uh, I have had some t-shirts in the works now for a little while, and I finally settled on a design that I like that is not totally messed up. Like the one – did you guys see the, the one trial one that I did? No. So back, because we have a patron who's still waiting for a shirt yeah. right now. And I went and created one on um, – uh, and it's not like the ones we got last year. The ones we got last year turned out good. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, I went and created another one on Vistaprint and it came in. And for whatever reason, like it's not, you submit a PNG and it's supposed to rasterize the image to the shirt. So it's not just a white box yes, around yes. the shirt. And what I got was a. Well, <laughs> shirt with a white box and our <laughs> oh, logo no. in it. And I was like, okay, well I'll wear it, whatever, because I paid for it. But uh, anyway, so I did finally settle on a logo design. It seems to be working. So I'm going to I'm gonna print a bunch of shirts here okay. and, and, and get them set up for you guys and uh, for our patrons. So that is coming down the pipe. So make sure to check us out at Patreon uh, if you want to. The link is always in the show notes. And then also, one more shout out uh, we actually got permission from uh, from a great independent music artist uh, named Burbank, and Burbank, I, I've been listening to their music for a while, I, I, I fully enjoy his music, and, and he has a song, um, uh, Sorry I Like You, that's actually at the tail end of the last couple episodes, so I wanted to give him a shout out on air, just to, just to let people know to go and listen to him, it's Chill Hop, right, it's Chill Hop, so if you're into that uh, style of music, then I think you're going to dig it as well, which has kind of always been our music style. If you've ever heard the podcast, so all the music that we've licensed and and asked for has all been in in that sort of range. So anyway, go and check out Burbank. Uh, I I linked Burbank on I believe Spotify in the show notes, so you can check that out. And uh, and yeah, just just get out there, check stuff out, listen to things,
1: touch things, lick them, touch things, lick them,
0: <laughs> <laughs> beat them off. <laughs> If you have to. So otherwise only if it's an AI handle be oh. <laughs> oh man. The future. We're there. <laughs> Alright, so that's it for episode ninety nine. This is Alex Austin signing off and Play and Adam.
2: And Rob, thank you for listening. Bye bye.